So, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, whenever you listen to this. This is Matthew Bailey alongside my critic and partner in crime, Ricardo Medina. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. And this is another episode of Bears, Beats, and Bailey. Yes. The, yeah. the rundown, drag out episode. The frustration episode. Yes, the frustration everything, episode. Everything that happened to us in the last week or so was just products of frustration. Ah, yes. Like a couple movies, I was frustrated. Ah. You know, and I a music video that came out this morning <laughs> that was um, kind of frustrated too. Yeah. Um, a movie that came out a couple months back and now they have an ultimate cut of it is out. So that was frustrated. But we yeah, haven't seen the ultimate cut. Out in commerce. But yes. Yeah. Um, and, well, well, wait, well, and then check. I had a call. So yeah, you had a call. So that's frustrating. You have to start <laughs> yeah. really late today. Um, yeah, but whatever. We're yeah. here. So um, what are we going to start talking about first? Yes. Well, what, what do you want to mention first? Right. So um, right. So I did talk about, well, the leak. Someone leaked. Um, the ultimate cut for Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. Right. On the internet. So it's yeah. out for people who are not going to buy it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, the, on, on Tuesday, um, the DVD is coming out. Um, no, no, no. Actually, it's coming out digitally on Tuesday. Oh, digitally on Tuesday. Yeah. Okay. Next, the week after, well, the week after this week is oh. when it's going to come out um, okay. digitally. Right. So I will be picking that up. I mean, look, the movie frustrates me to hell, but I do not really condone piracy in the grand sense. Mm. In the grand sense. Grand sense, right. Meaning that I will still pirate if I have to pick it up quick. I yeah. just see it and then I'll buy it later. But you still get money. That's how I move too. Like, right. I don't watch it over. If, if I like it that no, much, then know, I'm going to you know, buy it. That's a quick two cents about it. Uh-huh. About the nature of piracy. And to me, the problem with, with uh, especially in our, our side of the field, there is time is such a commodity that you have to like form your opinions and see it. Yeah. Because you can't form your opinions before you, you see it. Right? No. Unless you, unless you really want to bullshit and just reference of other people's opinions. Um, yeah, which, no, which, which I don't make any I sense. hate to do, and I hate people who do it. I have a serious problem with people who do that. Watch your movies. Yeah. I don't care how much books you read. I don't care how much you know it's research you did after the fact. If you didn't see the movie yourself, that's Mary's room bullshit. Exactly. Watch your movies. I cannot. I cannot tolerate that. Whatever. Yeah. Rem- re- uh, remember that critic from uh, from Birdman? You know who was right in that that critic before the freaking play yeah. came out? Yeah. yeah. Perfect example. Yeah. Yeah. I, I. Sorry to say it. You need to see the product. You have to find the time. That is. Sorry. That's just intellectually dishonest. Um. Agreed. Fundamental level. Whatever. Yeah. But the thing with the thing with it is that we live in a world of that that marketing time where people like to control. Um. When you see something. That's a big thing. Yeah. Who see what and when. That's a big factor in, in, in um, I don't know if I want to call it political, but kind of political. Mm. Which is, you know, who see in what anime, who see in what when. Yeah, who review what and um, right. when. Right, yeah. When There's a whole thing. And to me, to me, I see piracy as that kind of, um, you know, necessary evil in that for that. It's just, I, criti- all critics, everybody need to see it as, as fast as possible. It's not like you'll never lose the money. But there's a kind of hidden element, I think, yeah. That to me comes across as disingenuous. Why it is like I can't see this now? Why it is I can't, you know, yeah, like have any how good much reason longer for this? do I have to wait until exactly this come up? No, and, I, and, I, and not up. coming up with, and we're not getting to the idea of distribution. That's a big, that's a different debate, right? But my thing is that we live in an age where distribution shouldn't be a problem anymore. So I can't help but think that the reason I'm not seeing this is for political reasons. Yeah, right? you don't want a certain type of person forming a particular opinion about a particular product, you know, in a time. I get that feeling personal. Right. Whatever. I can't prove it, but whatever. Two cents. Moving yeah. on. Anyway, Batman v Superman coming out. Uh, the digital version yeah, is digital coming, version out coming out this Tuesday. I, we will have an opinion on this. I will, I will pick it up. It should be what? Like $20 or something. I am not sure. Well, but yeah, but we do intend to see it. Yeah. And um, just a little side note um, for our next episode, which will um, herald the first anniversary of Yay. the show. Yeah, we're going we to have, we're gonna have a, a second we lasted a year. Yeah, we lasted a year. Wow. 
Yeah, so we're going to talk about um, the ultimate edition of right. the epic Batman yeah. v Superman. Yeah. Maybe so it what, might be a little better. See what it changed. Maybe see what it didn't change. Why can't you feel that? But my thing is that it probably does have just establishing shots this time. Hopefully. Yeah, and then I hear it, I hear it have a couple extra scenes. But the trailer just kind of hinted that it have an extra bunch of content. Where, um, Clark's also have more investigation stuff to link himself to the Batman. But most importantly though, the rated R, so I want to see what, rated what R. violent stuff. Because it's really for violent right. content. So right. are we going to get more violence in the fight between Batman v Superman? I hope so. Yeah. I really do. Right. But um, if not, let me just see how it, how it turns out, you know? So Yeah. Yeah. Um, right, what else? Um, Origin of the New Black Season yeah, 4. Origin of the New Black Season came 4 out. came out. Um, yeah. I saw that last night. I finally finished it. I binged it. Like, I binged first half about a couple days ago. Right. And then I basically picked off the rest. Uh, the, the, the following night. Last night. No, right. last night. I finally pieced it off. Last three I finished off uh, yeah. last night. Um, Alright, well I have to actually we'll recap um, Season 3. I remember what happened in Season 3, but right. normally before... I jump into a new season. I always recap to see right. what, um, what happened. I mean, it's since last year that I saw season three. Right. I remember uh, specifically when it ended that um, some more faces, I don't want to say characters because I don't know if they're going to really introduce a whole lot of new characters. Right. But I saw some new faces, you know, came, you know, at the very end. So I was kind of wondering, okay, um, what are we going to get here with season four? So right. you want to answer that question? Huh? Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about it. Um, yeah, so what happened in season four? That's no, well, what, well I, would, I just want to run through everything else yeah. before. Uh, Without spoiling, of course. Yeah, then, um, well, we I saw Central Intelligence. Uh, this is Kevin Hart and, um, and Dwayne, Rock, Dwayne Rock Johnson. Long uh, awaited. Interesting um, double feature, the two of them, as the you know, odd couple style, right. you know, humor. And I yeah. want to talk about Kevin Hart and why I think he's very interesting as a, interesting, as okay. a media figure. And we're going to talk all about right, him right. as a media figure. Um, I... Well, all right. Well, in the morning of this recording, um, being Sunday, I woke up <laughs> literally and I saw the um, the official music video, I should say, for Kanye West's single okay. "Famous" nice. from his "Life of Pablo" album. All right. And um, yeah, I I have some I have a little two cents to, to give to that. <laughs> And we both, well, of course, right. at the same time, we both took No, we, we saw, well, I saw another movie. Oh, uh, you saw another, right. Right, another movie, movie that we, uh, I don't want to say, I want to say Oscar bait, not really. Um, but it's a nice little film. Yeah, Oscar bait actors, isn't it? A little bit. Yeah. Um, but it's a nice little film uh, called September's of Shiraz. Um, September's? September's. Of, September's of Shiraz. Shiraz, yes. All this right. is starring Adrian Brody, mm-hmm. uh, Salma Hayek, um, gosh, Shangalu, is his name? I forget. I was also forget, also forget her name. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I look at her. Yeah. She, she, she. I all I know her as is Admiral Ran in Mass Effect. Ah, That's okay. why I know her as. But she does a bunch of sci-fi roles. She was in the Expanse. Um, right. Right. And she does. Uh, she has a this really Grecian great voice. Mm. This deep husky, you know, voice. That is yeah. what she's mostly known as. That is why she does a lot of voice work. All right, well, and well, she's a well, great actress. Well, well, we'll, we'll, talk, the, we'll talk about that as well. Door, so we, we'll pull it up. So we yeah, we'll talk about that as right. well. And, and um, then yeah, so we what did. Saying, yeah, so we, we both then saw we that at the same time. <laughs> we saw the long-awaited, <laughs> I see that, I use that term very loosely. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Independence Day Resurgence. Yes. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Jara Stafara. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. So, so um, what do you want to jump into? I, so, right. Uh, so, talk about um, Kanye West's latest video. All right. Famous? Yeah. All right. What do you think of it? So, woke up this morning. <laughs> woke up this morning. Got myself a gun. <laughs> yeah. You know, just chilling on a Sunday, you know, not much. Had a long day. Much 
you know, trying, trying to, you know, wash away what happened with resurgence. Yeah. But I'll get to that later. Yeah, on. back to the recruiting outside yeah. of school. So two things I saw, you know, related to title. Um, first of all, designer. Okay. You know, everyone, everyone's favorite up and coming rapper. You know, yeah. with the, the worldwide <laughs> hit panda. Rip off future. Yeah. Yes. Which which after rip off ever? Which after which after blame born future that? Of course, yeah, <laughs> because yeah, if you have a style like that. Yeah, deserve to get a rapport. Yeah, that's exactly. lazy bullshit. And that's the thing. I Look, was... I like future. I have to like future, right? As a puss, I show you. I show you. <laughs> I show you. He's a really strange and eclectic puss. But his no, no, I, style I meant to, uh, is I, I not deserving. To see like the whole. All right, at this point in time, I don't really give a shit. People like my style, so I right. just go wherever. No, but I like. I like <laughs> him. You know, you remind me a little bit. Oh shit. Um. Oh, it have a rapper I was thinking of. Who just same kind of oh you remember um Pastor Troy? Yes. Yes. Remember that? Yeah, that yeah. Atlantis dirty style. Yeah. Yeah, what kind of project part kind of feel to him right. where it's just noisy, but then everything is kinda of come together. Yeah. And it's like, like I'll never and forget, puts like, real hard. Yeah, I'll never forget like my favorite favorite song, believe it or not, from Project Pat was writing big. Yeah. I know you're this kind of mumbly kind of way about him. Yeah. He added Pastor Troy's another post like that, where he have this just he's like a almost like a shaman. That's the thing with 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 the future. Right. Future is like this weird new future shaman that I'm watching. It's like he, he comes straight out of a sci-fi. For me. <laughs> That's the thing with future. Yeah. And the name future. Yeah. It's like exactly. it's like you know um I don't know if you know um Transmetropolitan. It's a famous comic. Uh, it sounds familiar. Very, like, very famous. I think comic. there was like a list of people. Right. Yeah. Of it's very very novels. popular science fiction. Yeah. Um um we call um punk. Cyber, not cyberpunk. Cyberpunk, yeah. Oh, it's Cy- a cyberpunk. Okay, cyberpunk, yeah. That. Famous, right? Cyberpunk. And it's about the future. But he feels like that. He feels like somebody's come straight out of one of those comics. Right. The cyberpunk, he totally feels like that. And everybody watch all of his music videos and things. And how he just sing, and it's like, yeah, this, I feel like I'm in the future listening to this guy's music. Mm-hmm. It's feel like that. Yeah. You feel like that sci-fi. Right. Like, you know, you'll just hear Chapel in the background while the streets are a mess and everybody firing pistols, <laughs> laser pistols. The... Imagine that, dude, do, do, that would be excellent oh, oh, for, like, for like a, a Blade Runner 2. No, 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 yeah, like I can totally see that happening in Blade Runner 2. Yeah. Like, like somebody playing something like Future, whoever. Yeah. But I just want to do two sides about Future. I just have to find his, his style and his look. Right. It totally feels like, yeah, I did year 2016 and all the things I expected in 2016 when I was back in 1995. Oh, yeah, yeah, finally get it. He is that. He yeah. represents that to me. And, Everything and, else is bullshit. And the funny thing is, is that <laughs> everybody, well, all right, I don't want to say everybody, but certain particular um, editorials, I won't call names, <laughs> complex, <laughs> consider this guy to be the best rapper of 2015. <laughs> all, for, all for two projects, actually. The Well, um, all right, excluding those uh, mixtapes that I don't really care for. Um, Dirty Sprite 2. Right. Which had the you know the big hit you know pack up some commas <laughs> and um, the collaborative effort with him and Drake right where we got um that's where you at you were, yeah, yeah. Where, no where you at came, came out from 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 the spread out okay okay yeah Jumpman was actually from right that, that okay. collaborative effort okay yeah so um getting back to title now so yeah designer literally came out of nowhere. Right. Yeah, he was on um, Kanye West's, um, I think it was his third track. Right. Right? I forgot the name of it, actually, but I know it's a, a part two. So the second track was a part one, second one was part two. And yeah, I know that I did the whole uh, rundown album thing, but for the life of me, I just can't remember the name of the song. Right. But yeah, that song, that panda verse, whatever, the chorus, literally, yeah. was the chorus for that Kanye song. Right. And 
I mean, the beat was the same, and you know, Kanye had his verse and everything, but you know, people were kind of wondering who was this guy doing the chorus. I remember when I said that he was just um, this person that they got because they couldn't get future. Right. Yeah. So basically, that was designed there in a nutshell. Oh, and by the way, did you see the the genius video that he was in, where no. he had to read through his lyrics for? for fans? Yeah, sort of. Right. Yeah, That's hilarious. But I, I find Pando was relatively easy to follow. I didn't think Pando was that, like, so, you know, you're hearing what you're saying, kind of. So you understood when he said black XX, XX yeah, Panda. yeah, yeah. When he okay. said it, when, if, I, you know, if, you know, if you know, if you know what a white XX looks like, it's like, oh, white XX Panda. Oh, shit, that's what a Panda is. All right, cool. All right. Okay. And I, you don't make the link now. Yeah. I got, but here's the thing. Again, my problem with, with even though you can't blame Future for it, I have a problem with, with designer because I think he's a fraud. Has he ever been to Atlanta? Actually, no. no. He's in he New York. He's part of this trend he's of new young rappers who just follow from, Yeah, exactly. And he's from New York. He's a wave rider, you know? Yeah, yeah. He's he from New York. He hasn't even been to Atlanta, but he's seen your broads in Atlanta. I mean, look, <laughs> I, I get I get that you have to put on theater, and, but come on, just... Yeah. Come on, you had to balance that shit, man. Right. So, apart from that whole mixtape thing, which I'll listen to at some point in my life. Right. So, Kanye brought out... Actually released um, the music video. I believe it was last night, but um, I saw it online this morning. Yeah. For famous, and I remember a few months ago. Um, well, it's it's a little while after the, the album came out. Okay. Um, this comedian Aziz, Azari, Azari yeah. actually brought out a fan made video of it. Right. So him and his friend were in Italy, so they were just like dancing and humping cars and just doing right. a bunch of crazy shit. They record themselves eating pasta and stuff. And, you know, they were just having fun to that song. And, yeah. and, you know, it's a fun song. It has this upbeat vibe. I mean, yes, it has that Taylor Swift verse that, you know, people went, oh, my God, he said that. But right. other than that, it was a fun track, you know? Right. So, I didn't really know what to expect with this with this official music video for, for Famous. Right. And the moment when I saw NFSU, sorry, NFSW. Right. Not, yeah, not so I both, saw yeah. the, um, this picture for it. Which was just Kanye in the middle of this white bed with a sheet over him. Well, sorry, not a sheet over him, but just kind of covering, um, right. yeah, covering his lower regions. Right. And a slew of other people on his bed, practically naked. Okay. I was like, the fuck. He right. Remember he yeah. had a video a while back. This was a while back. Wait, wait. Was this kind of weird? And a lot of people go on all the conspiracy theories. Yeah. Power. I was power. about to make that comparison. Yeah. So it, it's all this weird arts and stuff. Yeah. And yeah. there was at a table and that like, you know, was like a kind of food. And, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. right. A good thing is you mentioned that because it was just a recreation of a, of a particular painting. I right. forgot the name of the painter. Yeah, and no, this power. Talking about uh, power is one, one thing, but have another one. Um, I'll take it to video with um, The Monster. Yeah, no, yeah, no, it was long. It was like 15 minutes long. Oh, um, Runaway. Yes. Yeah. It was uh, kind of. Oh, gosh. What was it? What was it called? It was, it was a short film in a sense. Right. Yeah. But it incorporated Runaway and it had um, Lost in the World at the very end. Right. It was this kind of weird half hour music video yeah. kind of um, rock opera kind of vibe right. kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. But yeah, um, but Power, but just mentioned Power there. Right. Just Which I like. Yeah, similar really to Power. Like yeah, I love the video for that. Yeah. Short and sweet and it runs for about a minute. Yeah, exactly. Like, it was a famous New York artist. He went after. Okay. Right. He saw, he yeah. saw the guy's work and he's like, oh shit, I want you to do stuff. Yeah, and that's the same with Kanye, because you know Kanye's yeah, really into he, art. Yeah, so. but yeah, that's the thing. He always had a guy, I, yeah. he, didn't, he could easily, you know, like, he, you know, he has a video game that came out. I should have talked about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he mentioned it in the, the review for um, Life of Pablo. Right. Like, with his mom. Yeah. With his mom, right. And, Which looked kind of cheesy, saw, but... With, with EG, with E3. I should mention it with the E3 stuff. Oh, you I, saw I, it. I know he's, he brought the trailer for that, but he right. didn't change it. I don't think so. But okay. I just, we, I thought, we saw gameplay footage. Right. Oh, gameplay footage. Yeah, and it's like... There's a trailer. 
Right, no. Right. And it's like, but it's not good though. And it's like, it's looking like interesting and visually interesting. Again, you can't, what do you say, say what you want about Kanye? He has a good eye. Yeah. He has a good eye for art and talent. Is it but, but what, what is the premise about, well, from what it's, you saw? Right. So, is this still but we know, mom ascend? That's it, yeah. Essentially that's just it. That's it. And it looks, it, from a technical standpoint, it looks um, a bit cheap. So, it, you know, you can tell the engine using it. It looks like one of those, like, um, flash phone oh, type yeah. games. All right. But, it, like, art-wise, art it's looking good. Okay. You're looking really like good flash art. Yeah. Really yeah. good flash art. You know when you, you have people who really go to the way to make good flash art is look amazing. Right. Um if it, okay, so kind of uh, kind of sell it to self as a slight pool. Um there's a company called Tinkle Bell in Japan. Tinkle Bell, okay. Right. I admit, yeah. Listen, I only I only look for it for the technology. It's like it's like you saying, um, I read Playboy for the articles. But what <laughs> what they what they are, it's it's the, the all the games they make is entirely um porn, like um, Japanese hentai stuff phone, but oh, well, those think, like like click on this right, and she yeah. Goes but you would think, stuff, but the right. technology is really impressive. It's 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 this. They call it two point five exd, uh-huh. and what it is, it's, it looks three D, but the whole thing is two D. Oh, okay. it looks amazing. Like you watch it, but then it's phone. So it, yeah, you know. But the thing is, like I watching this tech and it's like holy crap, why we can't see this for something you know that is not phone? Yeah. Like this technology is totally wasted on that. But eh, people like the porn, watch it. Yeah, yeah. But no, basically, it looks like that. All right. With Kanye, and it looks really impressive. Well, right? Maybe he picked up on the same thing, too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, um, yeah, so get back to our scene, right? So, once again, with this with this um, famous video, it's inspired by a. Um, I'm not sure if it's a recent. Um, if it's a recent painting. Right. It could be. I'm not sure. It looks kind of classical. From I, 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 I should have researched. By the way, you tell me come out this but morning. It's just but really yeah. like same thing. Um, a bunch of figures on a bed. Right. They're practically naked, but they just kind of covered from the waist down. Right. And they're lying face. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um. They, their backs are exposed, and yeah, just basically just them kind of like on a long line on a bed, right? Mm. So in this case, with this video here, we see the same thing. We see Kanye on the bed. We see Kim Kardashian on the bed, and yes, you 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 see Kim's ass. Okay. Yeah, that was like the money shot. Of here. course. But the weird thing is that you saw other celebrities in the bed too. <laughs> you saw Rihanna. <laughs> I'll get to that. That's all. Listen. You saw Rihanna. You saw Chris Brown. You saw Taylor Swift. You saw George Bush. You saw. Oh wait. So it's Caitlyn Jenner. So what is this? like a tree, uh, like a grafting thing? Well, what it did from what I read, it was prosthetics that he used. Okay. And even had freaking Bill Cosby in it. <laughs> Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> so the video what I saw is like it was, was social it was, commentary like, kind of. Yeah, like you were hearing like a like a, like crowd reaction to it, man, like when mm. he launched it. Right. So you hear like, oh my god, is that Taylor Swift? Right. Oh my god, is that Rihanna? Right. Yeah, she's so uh, oh yeah, yeah, she saw Rihanna um like lying on her back. Right. So you see her breast and everything like that. Yeah, and you know, at first I would look at it, it's like, wait, this is really Rihanna or this is really Taylor Swift. Right. You know, because remember I, I, that I, whole beef with... Uh, I'll find it unlikely that he could get Taylor Swift to do something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Right. But, but when um, they tell me George Bush... Yeah, so apparently what they did is that they used prosthetics to okay. um, create the... Well, the faces. I'm right. not sure about the bodies. I'll do some more research into that. Right. But what we get before we even see the figures on the bed, um, we get some snippets of a recent interview that he did. Could be recent. Where he was talking about rappers' new rock and roll, and right. you know that comparison, yeah. and then you hear Rihanna's chorus, Rihanna's hook, sorry, right. and then we get into like that, you know, that line that everybody loves. I still feel like Taylor, and I still have sex. Right. Made the bitch famous, and then you know the first verse, and then the chorus again, and then the that second verse, and then it just stops. Okay, so that's like about halfway or about two more minutes into the, like, the very end of the video, right? Right. 
to the structure of the video from um, where you see the, the figures on the bed, basically. It looks like, I don't want to call it handheld for uh, handheld camera work. Right. It basically has this kind of stalkerish kind of vibe. Like, you could tell that, okay, this guy with his camera is just kind of looking down at these people, but yeah. they don't know because they just knocked out. They just okay. fall fast asleep. Okay. So it has this kind of voyeuristic kind of feel okay. to it. So you get a lot of close-ups of the figures, of you know, of the of the um the torsos, the faces, stuff okay. like that. So about two minutes into the very end of the video, the, the, the music video runs for like about five minutes and thirty-six seconds, if I'm not mistaken. You're just hearing like snoring, they're saying zzz and stuff, right? So you tell, okay, they're just fast asleep, blah 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 blah. And you just seeing like a number of close-ups into people's faces, so like, oh my god, you're seeing Bill Cosby, oh my god, you're seeing Caitlyn Jenner, oh my god, you're right. seeing um. Oh gosh, you're seeing Kim Kardashian and all these other characters as well too. Oh yeah, Ray J is in it too. And, um, Amber Rose is in it as well. Amber Rose, you know? Right. Yeah. And it Ollie, just kind of ends like that. Kim. Right. Okay. That's kind of ends with all these close-ups. Right. All these exes. Yeah. If you're familiar with the narrative, you should know who these people are. Right. So my thing is, first time. So when I when I saw it for the first time, I was like, alright, this is boring. Okay. There's nothing going on except seeing characters just lying on the bed, just sleep. Um. You know, sleeping. Right. And the whole gimmick is that yes, they're celebrities and they're all naked, right? Right. But you know, when I did a little bit more research, I looked up a couple more reviews of it. Complex had a review of it. You know, it says it's really this this whole commentary on theme, you know. And I get that. You know, it's kind of like, you know sleeping with the devil, that kind of thing. Right. I, I get that kind of vibe. Oh, maybe you have to, you know, sin or do some kind of shit to really become famous. I right. get that. But my problem with this, and okay, you could argue that it's all after the end of the day. Right. It reminds me of this last this video that Kanye did for Flashing Lights. Right. One of my favorite tracks off of mm-hmm. Graduation, right? Mm-hmm. Now, if you remember, gra- uh, if you remember Flashing Lights, it has this vibe like you listen to it, you picture you just picture yourself in a car in the nighttime driving through freaking yeah. Las Vegas. Yeah. All the flashing lights, you just gazing up. That's yeah. how it feels like to me. Right. But the video was way different. It was just like this car that just parks up. Yeah. A chick comes out. Really hot looking chick, yeah. but you see in silhouette, and then she takes and then she, she brings out this this shovel, yeah. opens up the trunk, yeah. and just shoves the, the, the um you know this, she's hitting somebody inside, yeah. and you know you're putting two and two together, you figure right. oh that's that's this woman's ex or something, so some kind of shit like that, and then it just ends like that, and practically it's just like the first and second verse I believe that you get, you don't get the full song, right? You know? But it just kind of ends at the second verse and chorus, and that's what you get. That's 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 the flashing lights video for you. So in the case with Famous now, it kind of feels like, well, it just doesn't feel tonally how the song is. I get what he's he's going for. You know, he's trying to be all, um, you know, try to do something now, have people all talking and stuff, you know. You know how, how Kanye does it. Yeah. But at the same time, it's kind of like, this is not what the song is about. Maybe mm. that's what the title is about, but that's not what the song is about. So right. why? You know? But overall, um, for what it is, I mean, people are going to be talking about it for the next few days. Right. Okay. Like, I know people like Wendy Williams and, you know, right. all these new stations are going to be talking about that kind of shit. So I just thought I'd mention it. No, you know, while it's fresh and relevant in my head. Right. But still, overall, as a video, it's just kind of meh to me. Right. You know, it's one of those things you kind of watch once and you're like, yeah, I get the point. But okay. Maybe if you watch it over, it's just to see, okay. Um, maybe I did pick up on one or two of these pieces. Okay, if I watch it again, I could probably realize who they are, you know? But on that, that's that's really what I got. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, just art for the sake of yeah. or shock art or whatever you want to call it, but that's what it was. All right. Yeah. Up. Oh, what's next? Right. So up next, um, you saw Orange and the New Black season yes. four. So while I catch my breath, you could tell me. Yeah. Um. How that good season. Season was really good season. Uh, 
you know, since it's just just come out, basically, so the follow up from the events of three almost immediately. So jump, right. go straight from three. So if I don't know if you remember the events of three, but basically, uh, Alex is Alex is one of the main the one of the main characters. Yeah. She well, well, spent I, I she spent most of the entire of last season worrying about if she's going to be assassinated. Yes. Yes. From yes. a drug from a drug post and. Yeah. Even though a lot of she she aimed her sights on the wrong target, and she thought it was one person, and then it ended up revealing to be another person. Yeah. So the finale ends with this, with her basically about to be killed. Right. And she was being killed, and then the same person who she thought was uh, the one who was a killer came to save her. Right. That would be Lori Petty, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, she came to save her, and she that woman she ki- almost killed the guy. Well, you'll see. Okay. Yeah. Uh this is a great season. So uh, it don't make sense talking about the actual events. I'll just talk about the themes and the the, the production, the stuff that happens from yeah. a uh, social commentary standpoint. Right. Well, um, one one thing I just want to mention. Um, I just remember with season three, it was like my least favorite, really, because um, right. of how the focus was was moved away from Piper and, right. and kind of made Piper out to be this antagonist now, like this bitch bit. that kind of didn't really like because of what she was doing. Right. Um. Yeah. That's the problem. Is that the, one of the big problems with the show? Is it hard to sh- to shave away from Piper um, because she's so central to the story? Exactly. But at the same time, you have to like slowly whittle her out. Like, so I can't see the show. You know, it's difficult to see to think about the show without her. But it's totally possible to see that happen. I don't happen. think so because it's her memoirs at the end of the day, right? But based on her book. Is a, well, it's a yeah. show because the show the way the show is designed, it could go on indefinitely. Yeah, yeah. But whatever. The this season, I I do like this season more than three. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like the season. Two is still the best for me. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I love two, especially yeah, with, mm-hmm. with the yeah. attack. That's yeah, me. yeah. She was so really, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Although great that, that scene. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but no, she was a, she was <laughs> a great villain. Yeah. Anyway, but um, this season is great. So this, what they do with this season is they get into several big themes. They get into, surprisingly, they get into intersectionality within the Hispanic community. Ah, so, okay. you know, Hispanics, there's a whole thing with Hispanics yeah. in the United States and all throughout Central and South America, which is colorism. Mm-hmm. Class, uh, money, you know, who in which country and how they're going to argue with each other. Right. And that whole back and forth. Um, they, they get into that. They're doing a little bit of racism stuff. They, one of the main things they focus on in this season is corporate shenanigans. And, you know, they did it last season a little bit. Yeah, yeah. They but did, this season they really get into the whole PR and how corporate just trying to distance itself from pro- projects and products and how incompetent everything is because of that. Because mm-hmm. they have to spend so much energy on making themselves look good. Rather than fixing problems. Right. And this one, if they focus on all of that, and then uh, there's a really big event that happens close to the end of the season. Something really, really tragic happens. Oh. You see it. It's really sad. And it's it's well done, I, th- I thought. It wasn't edited the best. I thought the editing was a little, um, just a little sloppy on, at times. Yeah. But it was still really well done given the, the themes. And because because you see it building and happening over, yeah, yeah. over periods of time. And because of all these little shitty things that happen. So it, it's. I thought this was really well written this season. Um, totally recommend it. What do you want to do? It just. I have. It don't um, talking about too much. I had to spoil stuff, and yeah, I don't yeah. want to spoil well, anything. Well, you can you can leave it at that. But right. if you if you can read it. Um, oh, they bring in they bring in um, a new a big actress for this year. Blair Brown. She's a classic actress. I am familiar with the name. If, yeah. I, if I see her, I'll I'll know. Yeah. Her. yeah. Blair Brown comes in as a celebrity because she's a character that was referenced in the season three, and then they follow up on her arc for season four. Was her the person who was um in, in court and, and yes. she was freed right? Paula, I remember right. Her. So basically, she's like a Paula Dean type figure. Yeah. Um, she comes in. The character's name is Judy Rich. Um, right. Right. She's the Paula Dean slash Martha Stewart type figure, and they were referencing her. And then 
what what is relevant to the big tragic event is relevant to him. Oh. So okay. it, it, how did it's really really tragic how do you because all these little small things that added up. Yeah. yeah. That had it up to this one thing. And it's but it was really well done. I thought right. it was really well done, um, really really sad. And then all of the fallout, it's clearly designed to build up for season five. So all uh, of the fallout from yeah from this, from this season. Yeah. Right. And they'll, what, they'll about, what about like character development? Well, I mean acting. I know I don't have to worry about acting. But what about um, the character development? Is it still nothing major? Or? Yeah, I, I couldn't like it. I couldn't get that big. But Piper doesn't really do much this rooms. Uh, again. Yeah, yeah, not that much. She has an arc, and they do they, they have her coming on the side doing stuff. Right. But she really wasn't that important. I thought this rooms, in, in my opinion. Um, they gave her arc to well, one character got out of prison. All right. Don't so say they, who, please. Yeah, yeah. You'll see. You'll know it when you see it. But yeah. and then it ends on a really big note. Um. With with the with all of the the power structures and that whole asymmetry of people who not doing what they're supposed to be doing mm. because of um essentially people trying to distance themselves from the morality of the situation that's the main problem right you know every time you have um you have to deal with something you should be there see it for what it is but because of how the corporate nature is you know you don't know so you don't know how people going what people going through what people have to do and it, it gets into that whole mixed up morality thing. So they do a lot of basically they do a kind of black lives matter thing as well, right? A little bit, um, but it's there, and then they get into the whole people. Sometimes people unite, and then people split apart for multiple reasons and whatever it is. Okay, but um, very good yeah, season. But if we can rate it, like, uh, yeah, know. um, no, pretty high, uh, eight point five out of ten. What? Pretty okay. High. Yeah, right. pretty high. It was. I thought it was still well structured. And one of the big things about this show, this show proves a simple point: you could write good female characters, people. Yes, you can. And I don't. When I hate yes, your, you should. when I hate your female character, that does not make me a sexist. You wrote a shitty character. <laughs> Full stop. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Take note. You can write good female characters. Different, flawed, workable. That's the thing. I. This is what they need to do. Get somebody writing some orange new black to go on a Ghostbusters or something. Ghostbusters too or something. But you know, they gonna fuck it up. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Moving on. All yeah, right, so solid, solid season. Um, I actually liked it more than two. Didn't like it as much as three. Three. three sorry, I liked it more than three. Didn't like it as, as much, much as two. Two. Two is still my best. Right. Two, <laughs> two was. I love two. Okay. Two was perfect. Um. All right. So what next? Um. The September. Oh, yes. Let's yes. talk about that. Uh. September Shiraz is a film about this Jewish family in Iran, and they're very, very wealthy. They made a lot of their money from being jewelers. Right, so this is Adrian Brewer's character, Isaac, and his wife, played by Summer Hack. Yeah, which which kind of blew me away, her playing. <laughs> right, she's uh, uh, the character, but all right, okay. Right, so I'll say the biggest. I just want to get through the bad of this movie. The bad. Um, it's that quickly. Wow. I want no. I want to do the bad first. <laughs> all right. The bad. Okay. It have a lot of good. But I want to do the bad first. The bad. Uh, from a technical standpoint, the movie suffers a little bit. A little bit. Um, <laughs> you could tell. I find plenty of the camera camera work and the cinematography is really uninspired. Mm-hmm. Um, especially they they do they use a lot of shaky cam and a well, lot that, of it just that, uh, I'm not surprised. And it felt it every felt, time it have to be like a gritty yeah, drama. Yeah, but you it, it, have felt, to it felt really camera, it felt but, but it was like really poorly done. Yeah, um, really badly shaky, poorly done shaky cam. It wasn't intense. I, I thought it was just um, it felt just really amateurish at best. Um, they had some song issues because all the characters were speaking with the accent, with this Iranian accent. Right. And especially Selma Hayek, you, you couldn't, I couldn't hear some lines. I don't, I don't know if it's because of it. I, I find they should have probably ADR a couple of that stuff. Quite, it had a couple of moments where I really couldn't hear what she said. Right. And she already has an accent, so it's already, you can pick up what she's saying at times. And the character's talking very softly. I don't know if it's because of the theater I was in that had bad speakers, but it didn't seem like that. 
because mm. they had sound effects and other things, sound great. So I don't, I couldn't say it was that. Um, and then <laughs> they had a day for night shot that was unbelievably atrocious. This is one <laughs> of the worst day for night shots I've ever seen in my life. If, if a quick, quick, little, um, you know, yeah, film what's a day or night shot? Right, no, yeah, Rado? quick, quick, um, film one one thing. A day for night shot is basically that it's a shot you shoot in the day and you just recolor it and color correction and color grade to look like if it's nighttime. Mm-hmm. So the shot, how they do the shot, they they shoot it, they clearly shoot it in the day. The moon looks digital. Because the idea was it's supposed to be nighttime and they're barely sneaking across the border. This is the final shot of the moon. Right. They had to get across the border. And here's the problem. One, it's not colored very well. So it still looks like bright light hitting them. And then two, they shoot them from behind and you see the sun in the corner. Oh my god. So you have clouds and you're seeing sun rays coming through the clouds. You're like, guys. Oh, they're not seeing this. Shift that camera 45 <laughs> degrees now. What the F? That was like seriously unprofessional. That is all technical things. That is just in the picture. Get out right, right. That just gets into the story itself. Um, it's I thought it was quite good. Adrian Brody, you know, it's one of those. I wouldn't want to go as far as saying truly Oscar beat, but it was a little Oscar beat. You know, it, it's designed like that. It's well, it's it's Iran, so it's this historical event, and not only is it a historical event, but it's a historical event that's still affecting us to this day. And yeah, we have to everybody, feel it. everybody, everybody, not not on the same side about it from a narrative standpoint, and and what they feel about it because it's it's the the corruption of the Shah of Iran versus the brutality of uh, they call it the Iranian Revolution, which right. is basically a, a religious revolution that takes back the country in terms of class. It was mostly a class warfare issue, couched in religious dialogue. Yeah. And it, everything became very, very religious at that point. You had to wear headscarves. Um, everybody was just practically, it just became a kleptocracy at that point. People were just stealing everything from the wealthy. You could have raid homes, violent, uh, well, women's rights going to the toilet. Uh-huh. Um, some people were educated, but most it was just this is terrible. And uh, Adrian Blody's character is is grabbed, right, and in prison. And he's you know stuff like that. You know it's it's some Kafkaesque nonsense. You'll yeah if you're kind of connected to anything that they don't like, they could just grab you and send you to prison. And he spends a lot of time in prison. Ah. and it's really really disturbing because it's people who are very very wealthy and yeah how how you know the world could just pull the rock from under you. You know no matter how much you work for and whoever it is and Basically, what happened is that he had to he had to basically couch the people who held him in extortion. So he basically told the guy, um, "I will give you basically give him a license to get out of prison." Right. That was the there's the end. Uh, and it was I thought it, it worked for the most part, but it's still very amateurish. Um, they, they tr- another mistake they made is that for, for things like this, when you're doing big political things like this, it's hard to stay on to stay impartial. So they try to be impartial about it, but like you couldn't do that. So mm. people are gonna see this and say, "Oh, this is propaganda for side or the other." But really, it was on, on one side. And I, because everything, I won't go as far as saying pretentious, but it didn't feel, I didn't feel like it, it didn't pull me in as much as it should have, because it, it it just didn't edit it right enough. Again, mostly technical reasons. Okay. It wasn't edited well. Um, it was still brutal, huh? but it, it things didn't flow in terms of like well. Oh, we're gonna torture this guy now, but here. Yeah. Yeah. It has one scene with a torture, a kind of torture scene, which is really good and totally caught me off guard. That caught me off guard. But that was good. Mm. And you get this, but they didn't, they didn't establish, like, you understand that just knowing history and, um, and knowing the history of the people, but they didn't establish why characters hate each other in terms of class. Right. Um, so look up, what's her name? The, the right. Her Rand. name is Shori right. Agadashlu. 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 Yeah. 
Okay. Right. Sure. Yeah. Or, or Samson, in my way. Yeah, yeah. She. Yeah. Right. Her character was, to me, the most important character in this in the show, because it was about class and how she had nothing, but you know, you have when you have people who are above you in terms of class and wealth, they coming into your lives will improve your life, but it's highly unlikely you will ever get to their level. So it's a kind of weird glass ceiling kind of thing. Right. You improve, but you stick. And that's a kind of weird kind of moral scenario. Do you thank them or not? Should they should they help you and then give you give you freedom to improve even further? Do they really owe you that? I mean, if if, if you're saying that they, they do they shouldn't hold you back, then you're saying that they don't owe you even helping you out in the first place. Okay. And her character was very, very poor in the beginning. Well, you didn't see that, but it's explained later. The the best scenes was with her and Salma Hayek. For me. Right. Um I forget the actor who played the guys, the, the interrogator for Adrian Blody. They, they had good arguments as well. And it's just about class and wealth and the idea of how to deal with inequality. Religiosity was one part of it. But it wasn't really. It's just about people just using an opportunity to gain revenge now. So right. Agadash Luz, her character's uh, son, was incredibly pathological. Because his thing was, you're going to use Islam and power. And you know, it's just how we to just you know, kick you when, you, you know, when we get power. We're going to revenge yeah. ourselves now. And that is what it is. It's just the pathology of revenge via class. Right. So this is insane. And well, if you know the history of Iran, it, both sides, you know, you understand where both sides coming from. Under the Shah of Iran, those are very, very corrupt. Really corrupt. Mm. We could get, don't want to get into politics, but yeah, that's what it was. And then they know people who take over, well, when you take over, you're not nice neither. So you're not particularly innocent either. And they kind of right. get into that. Um, but Adrian's character was relatively clean. But then you find out why why they would hate him now, and they link it, and then they kind of come in the end. And I don't want to well, I won't spoil this part of when they leave, but they'll, ex- they'll explain why how he escaped, how white is that he, he got away, he could have easily gotten captured, and they explain it's explained quite well. And that is this whole idea of you have to kind of rise above your own revenge. And the movie is dedicated to all victims of pro- prosec- um, persecution. Eh. Uh, it's one of those um, propaganda Right, things. vague. I thought yeah. that's the problem. It's one of those shows that try to be vague and, you know, you're not sure where they're going, but they want to be, well, we want to be above this free, but eh. it's one of those hard moral scenarios. Yeah. So, rating? Rating. What, 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 um, what, would, you, what would you give it? I give it a low IMAX. Low IMAX. Still a good movie. Right. So, it was good. I, I like those this. technical flaws. Technical flaws and then, again, in, in, in the hands of a better filmmaker, we'd have gotten a much better movie. Uh, the subject matter is great. Right. And it, it addresses the subject matter of not so much class, but this zero-sum relationship of equality and how we think about equality and, you know, pride and, and you know, self-esteem and all these things that manifest itself into, you know, how to be treated as a person mm. over time. And it, this, this is just one scenario that they, they just couched it in this extreme moral situation, which is the Iranian Revolution. And this what happened to this particular family. Yeah. Right? I'm surprised they didn't get into the religious stuff at all, because the characters were Jewish. So you know Jewish in the middle of yeah right that would be a situation thing. and yeah they, they do a good job with that um yeah I give it a low max solid movie yeah solid but it sounds like a like a film festival type of a little film. bit yeah I, that's, I that's know it premiered at one right so. that, yeah it was it was um, last year it came out in in, in um, Toronto film right. festival so yeah, I liked it yeah but it felt I won't I don't want to say pretentious but it didn't feel pretentious it was earnest didn't feel like pretentious art bullshit but if you they see kind of leaned towards it but it was there it, it still had those film you know those those <laughs> those you know higher the, those, those film making troops yeah those little Oscar moments yes yeah, a little bit um, but I still liked it I really enjoyed it uh, solid film I recommend it alright I recommend I'll, I'll it I, I enjoyed it soon enough 
yeah. if you can find time yeah. or thing. But uh, yeah, uh, low IMAX. I thought those. I liked it. Go I have to, but I, I happen to be within that bias. <laughs> I one of those film festival movies yeah. type. I, if the movies are a movie I already want to see it. Yeah. It's a movie I was kind of hyped for for a while. I wanted to see it since last year. You know, it have a bunch of films that you know we want to see, and it, it come out since last year. And we get a chance to see it. Yeah. And this was one of them. If it's just probably waiting for the right time to put it out. Uh, well, again, it's one of those distribution arguments we talk about. Yeah. Um, no, uh, because stuff like Neon Demon, I wanted to see that come out recently. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, it did come out. I saw yeah. a couple of reviews. For um, the, again, um, two, two last days of the desert, another movie that came out since early, early 2015, mm-hmm. and I haven't seen that yet. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that is ridiculous. That means they're really going out of the way, and I have to find but people. Just who, don't know what. I have to, to find people it. who see this because yeah. it, they're really going out of the way to make sure nobody see this movie. I they were coming to coming to the conclusion. See the movie that no one wants you to see. You know about Jesus. You know. I can't, I can't think how, how subversive this movie used to be. But I heard Neon Demon. I heard Neon Demon is very shocking. Man. I heard that. So what? But then again, it's, it's that guy. Um, Raffin. Raffin. Yeah. Uh, no, oh, oh, by the way, which, which God only forgives, I fucking hate it. Yeah. That was yeah. one of the worst I, I shows. Love, yeah, well. I love Drive. I love Drive. Love Drive. Didn't like it. <laughs> only got for didn't work oh, at all. Oh, God. That was I see what you tried to do, but it did yeah. not work. It didn't work at all. That was some kind of masturbatory. Yeah, that, that didn't work for me at all. Bullshit. No, but he, he's a, a director that... He, he's a person that, again, you know, is one of those directors that can easily, quote-unquote, sell out and go take... And I want him to do... Um, Remember he was in the documentary for Hodorowski's Dune? Oh, yeah. I, I, well, I haven't seen right, that he, documentary. He was in the documentary. To me, if there's anybody had to do a new Dune, it should be him. And let's have Hodorowski as consultant. I really want to see a Hodorowski Dune movie. Yeah. not dead yet with hell. I mean, please Make the do it thing. before before man knock, 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 yeah. before he passes the way. Yeah, yeah, you know? no, you should do it. Like seriously, pull that shit off. Yeah. You could do it. You have time. You have the money. Do exactly. it. Exactly. Whatever. Alright. Um, um, yeah. So that's that's yeah. it, Thomas. So, so next, solid film. Yeah. So the yeah. next film we want to talk about, well, I haven't seen it yet either, is a uh, Central Intelligence. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, we'll do a quick review of this. Quick synopsis. It's not as bad as Kevin Hart's usual films. Not as bad. Slightly better. Because of the rock, right? A little bit. <laughs> Still bullshit. Actually, the reason <laughs> the reason it was, it was funny is because of... Um, uh, shit, this fellow. That, that boy from Breaking Bad. Uh, Aaron Paul, is it? Aaron Paul. What? He the movie. Okay. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Yeah, yeah, that shocked me. <laughs> yeah. He he made the movie for me. That was, that was, what they do with it was really clever. Uh, not that clever, but you know, clever for Kevin Hart. Right, well, he was a crazy white boy or something. You'll see. Right. I don't want to spoil it because it's like the whole film. That's the, the, the big... Alright, yeah. alright, alright. To me, that was a big thing with really. Yeah. Um, what is the book? Like, okay. if you could sum it up in two sentences. So basically, what it is is it's Kevin. Alright, so the rock character was a like a high school life sock film. He was right. fat. He was yeah. a bully. Sorry, he was bullied. He was bullied, he's bullied yeah, and Kevin Hart was the only person that kind of was nice to him, even though yeah. Kevin Hart was popular kind of thing. Yeah. And then rock. Um. Becomes rocky looking like you rock handsome yeah. and big and all that. And, and he's he joins a CIA. I, apparently, he's a CIA agent. Yeah. Although they, they twist that up nice when they do it. You right. see. And basically, he needs Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart is an accountant in this, if I remember correctly. So he needs a skill set for something. Right, right. To right. solve a problem. And basically, it's just them on shenanigans. It's basically, I'll put it on the level of uh, 22 Jump Street, 21 Jump Street. It's that type of film. It's uh. body comedy. Trying to be absurd and silly and making fun of um, genre conventions, right. pretty much. Uh, right. Yeah, they did try to subvert a lot of stuff. It's it wasn't that bad. Again, to talk about it, it have all the usual Kevin Hart do. This is what I want to talk about with Kevin Hart himself because again, the movie isn't worth talking about that much. 
it's just like Ride Along. Yeah, but, a but, little but is better. It, but is it funny enough? Like you'll be yeah, laughing straight through? Or just it's like, listen. <laughs> you hated Ride Along and Ride Along 2? I, I never got around to see any of them. Okay. This looked really Ride Along cliche. 1 was bullshit. Right, Ride Along was terrible. I get at, right. I get at a globe. In oh. fact, that was the last movie I saw in Palladium. Oh, serious? I went to see the Palladium. Yeah. That was hilarious. That night was weird. Yeah, but but two actually looked it was worse. Funnier. Two oh, was just didn't. to me two was worse. To me two was worse. I went I don't know why I went to see two I didn't go to see it in theaters. But I, <laughs> I went to see it in um kinda where it was boy, it was like a, I had a party, I had people running it. Yeah. I went to see it there. Shit. Just so you as left fun. the party to go and see right along. I too. didn't leave the party. I had it, it was <laughs> the movie was showing the party that was, oh, yeah, that was oh, sitting out oh. just the day and the movie was going. I was reasonably following the movie. The party yeah. was kinda boring Alright. Still shit. Two of those movies are garbage. But Here's the important part. Again, I want to get into politics, but you know you kind of have to. It's the idea of, we don't look at it as black comedies anymore. It's just comedies. And in a sense, it's now marketed Ice Cube, Kevin Hart, and well, you put any rock into it. You don't see it as black comedies anymore. They are black guys. Yeah. But we don't see them as a black. I don't see Kevin Hart as a black comedian anymore, in a sense. He kind of transcend. Hmm. If you think about it. And that's an important thing. You know, with, with, with media and, and all of these things, where they clearly cater to black, yeah, to black audiences. This, even right now to like the, the Friday yeah, series, the right. trilogy. And that was this for is, black This audience. is the one thing I always say with, with, with black, black, especially black Hollywood and, and black, if you want to come up as black stars and whatnot, is that people need to start looking. Look, I rather you, if you watch a movie and say, hey, this is complete garbage, right? And let's be clear here, Kevin Hart's movies, almost all of them are complete garbage. But I don't see them as a black guy doing complete garbage. It's just a guy doing complete garbage. Right. So we now reach a point where we at least have the freedom to do gener- generic garbage. Right. No, no different. In, from instead of doing what will be perceived as black movies, right. and they say, well, you don't understand Thank because you don't, you're not black. Right. You know, to be right. Simple, no, to be it's garbage. Everybody yeah. should hate it. But now, um, we don't get to see it as black stuff. And it, now it's, it dies out good foundation to actually build good material and, you know, build up. Legitimate movies. Huh. That, that's what I see him at yeah. this point. He's becoming that. It's a reason. Maybe that's that's the goal he's trying to reach. Exactly. Right? And yeah. that, that is what you have to do. You have to because the, the problem is that a lot of certain, a lot of it, a lot of black Hollywood is built on sand. That's yeah. the problem. You, it have wealthy black people. We're not denying that, but it could, it could go away at any time just because of your race. Right. Let's admit that is the case. But that's just a subject of it. You could argue that people sorry, um black comedy has been doing it for years. Right. Chris Rock. Right. You know, um he did remember Bad Company. Yeah. Does anybody remember it, Bad Company beard. with, with beard. beard that action comedy? But yeah, it's still, you know? I don't know. It's still I, a lot of people. It was still marketed as uh, to me a black comedy. At the yeah. time. And then it was um, Don Don Lutz, for example. If you remember when he died and he came back in the body of a white man. Died, right. I, think, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Chris Rock. Yeah. Chris Rock is another yeah. person. And, and uh, another person before um, Chris Tucker. You know. A little bit. At first it was from Friday, and then all of a sudden he's in what Money Talks with with um, yeah. Charlie Sheen and yeah. stuff like that. But it's yeah. still not his production. Remember? All oh, right. With, right. With with Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart kind of in charge of stuff. Can I say he isn't? Ice okay. Cube. They're doing yeah, this stuff. Yeah, he has a Cube vision. Right. Stuff, right. So stuff, you know, is not he not uh, beholden to other people in that sense. Though. Okay. And in the case of you know Kevin Hart kind of resurging because Rocky you know, Nappus now was like as well. He did the movie which he was trying to be Woody Allen, but it was shit. Um, the movie where he was a comedian and he, it was about a comedian whose career not going too good. This kind of self-referential. Oh shit! What with uh, Rosario Dawson? It was, but it was like that. It's, you know, you're trying to do your thing. Uh, you know how to be a black comedian, but you know, you you feed it into it. Now it's about yeah. heritage more than race per se. I don't know. It's a workable way to change the argument. So the only part of the world that really like anti-black, quote unquote, and even I still think that's an over overblown case is in China itself. 
people like to say, oh, well, you know, Chinese are real racist, and so eh, they might be. But <laughs> I'm not sure how racist you think they are. Mm. Uh, that, that may be, I think, uh, over-exaggerated kind of scenario. It might be. You get up again, you say, oh, well, John Boyega was shrinked down in the Star Wars poster. All that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, Central Intelligence, I give a... Uh, you know, don't give it a globe, please. Huh? Don't give it a globe. Please don't. No, nah, no, nah, it's not a globe. Uh, low, low CC. You know, don't spend your money on this. Just kind of bullshit. Yeah, now what, what I was really worried about the show was going to be funny. You know? It was I mean, not fun. From what I saw from the trailer, especially that that cringe with the scene with him with, with the rock singing that on right. and, and Vogue song. That was the funniest part. I hate that scene. That was the funniest part. <laughs> By the way, that's the funniest part of the movie. What? Yeah. You know, the movie is bullshit. But it's just to have the freedom to do bullshit. I think yeah. that's the argument that I'm making. You know? Right. You don't have to be perfect. And you know, is that that attitude now? You know, it's, it's a double standard in that sense. Mm. The freedom, to, you know, mediocre, mediocre white versus mediocre black. Yeah. There is no mediocre black. You're just destroyed. You have to come good or nothing. Yeah. Why they have a lot of space to be mediocre? I don't know. Right. Well, well, to, well, to be honest, to be perfectly honest, I really don't care for, for Kevin Hart movies. Oh no. I would admit. Let's be clear. I would have gone to see Central Intelligence because of Dwayne Johnson. Because right. I mean, he doesn't pick the best roles in the world. He doesn't have to. But because he's yeah. so charismatic. Yeah. I'll use that word in our um with our review of um. Resurgence, yeah, charismatic, yeah. <laughs> he could, he could kind of pretty much sell anything except yeah. for Tooth Fairy. That was like the one rock movie that you try. I, yeah, I get what you're trying to do watch. with that, but it didn't work. Cause that was like with Vin Diesel doing the yeah, um, the pacifier. But that yeah, shit. that shit. Yeah. I didn't even watch that shit. Yeah, it, I get, I get what you're trying to do, but it don't work. Yeah, we're trying to subvert the whole top guy right. kind of thing. I mean, Alice was nigga did it before with um, yeah. what was uh not twins, a bunch um, of junior. Junior, for example, he did kindergarten cup. Yeah, kindergarten cup. Yeah. Two of those. Um, he did a couple of those. Um, junior kindergarten cup. Um, jingle all the way, kind of. Yeah. A little bit. Or he did the kind of superhero thing. Yeah. In between. But as he kind of did yeah. joke. But it was dumb fun. I right. also like that. Show. Right. Yeah. So um. Ah, I'm for this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Take a breather. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. now we reach to the grand finale. Yeah. And I was about to do the whole uh, Bill Pullman speech, but I'm actually going to save that for our next um, review, yeah. the anniversary thing, you know. <laughs> so that's all spoiler alert there, guys. But um, now we're going to talk about the long-awaited sequel to the cult classic yeah. Guilty Pleasure film from 1996. Of course, to talk about Independence Day. Yeah. Yeah, because everyone asks for a sequel, right? And now we got it, and it's called Independence Day Resurgence. <sighs> oh boy. Okay. Well, first of all, I just want to straight up say it. This was Jurassic World. <laughs> it just such it a was, weak. It was, it this was, this, it was, this was, was weak. Um. Um. But 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 let me let me just say something about about the first movie, right? Because I actually wanted to do a review of it, but I figured you know why. Yeah. No. Right? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. for me, for me, the first movie was. Let me declare here. The first movie was a dumb movie. Of course it was. A yeah. dumb movie. Um, but it at was, the time when it, it came out, when yeah, you were it, young... It was it yeah. ripped off Star Wars, of course. basically. Right down to the dog, I yeah. mean, dog fight. Yeah, yeah, all the same kind of editing, the same building tension. But you yeah. can't say, here's what you can't say about it. You couldn't say it wasn't entertaining. That is the main thing. Of, yeah, I thought was, that first was, movie was genuinely entertaining. Yeah. It worked um, in terms of getting it, getting it. And it was the first to really pull off that whole... Way the blowing up landmarks. Exactly. That is the movie that started. I mean, China. that White House shot. Guys, White House. Come on. Yeah, in yeah. fact, because it was a big deal, you know, remember it had a big deal with the White House and they, they, they intentionally put the helicopter in front of it. That's yeah. a whole thing. Because they didn't want to just have the White House blowing up alone. Of 
So it had a whole thing. Kind of like a, they had a whole yeah. behind the scenes thing with um the the making of it. Yeah, and well, they say, actually, and they talk about bits of it. they talk about how producers. There's a whole political thing with that. Um, how the producers themselves didn't want to have the shot, just the shot on the front. So that's why they pulled the helicopter shot in itself, where the helicopter. Right, blocked. where the helicopter blew up. Right, you know, with the, yeah. Um, but to me, that was the same thing. But they wanted to block that out. They, yeah. they see it as kind of you know it was haram. Yeah, you know, they, they like saw it. anti-American. Right, yeah, a little bit. But that was the whole point. They, you know, he had to blow up all the landmarks. And Roland Emmerich is, <laughs> Roland Emmerich is, is, is Michael Bay left wing, slightly gear, younger brother. You yes. know, same. As, as, I, I don't, I don't know quote yeah. So yeah, same dumb, you know, dumb crap. But he's yeah. left wing. He's left wing Michael Bay. I also yeah. must um, he's all about entertainment too, but yeah, he just kind of goes at it as these really ridiculous kind of ways. Right. Um, like Casey Poy with his other films, um, all Godzilla being the worst, yeah. at least in my opinion. Mm. Um, the Day After Tomorrow, which I only remember just for the visuals. <sighs> really the only movie on Prince I really genuinely liked, I liked, even though it, it, its entire premise is bullshit, I kind of liked Anonymous. Even though the whole... I haven't seen Anonymous. Anonymous is, let's be clear here, the facts or the claims of Anonymous is bullshit, eh? That, that, that whole... Uh, uh, remind me what, what Anonymous what was it's, about. It's here. about Shakespeare not being Shakespeare. Shakespeare wasn't written by Shakespeare. That is what it was. And it was a whole, it's a whole conspiracy. That how Shakespeare is not written by Shakespeare. And that is a whole thing. And how it was some Earl of something. And have a whole narrative of how Shakespeare didn't write Shakespeare. No way this poor guy could have written Shakespeare. Bullshit. Right. We know... We, it have, I, now listen, I, I'm not equipped to engage in this argument. But I know people who are equipped to engage in this argument to sort that out. And the movie is bullshit from what I understand. Right. Um... Uh, second thing well, is well actually well actually this is something my my actual favorite yes it's dumb as well too that um I actually remember seeing in cinema twice right was 2012 no yeah yes, that was the terrible premise movie. was ridiculous right. I and know no, but it, just from a the other movie the other movie of his I liked well I shouldn't say I should I don't like the movie on its own but the franchise that Spawn is amazing Stargate yes he did Stargate yeah, no I, I, I know you were one I was waiting for you to right no Stargate let's just declare here the Stargate movie is very mediocre. Not particularly good. It had an interesting premise. But the music premise. was good. It, interesting. I remember the music. Yeah, yeah. interesting premise. Um, but DeLuise and company, when they decided to bring it to television, to Showtime, they took they took his Broxa scraps in a cave and made the arc reactor that was Stargate as she won. Right. You know, you know, the movie is mediocre. didn't make sense from a, from a will-building standpoint. Not mm-hmm. particularly engaging for me. Um, but I still think s- the whole gimmick was oh, going back in time. To no, the, no. To the, no, it wasn't time. It wasn't time. No. It, was, it was another dimension, right? No, just transport. It's transport. Another planet. All right, so the whole Egyptian thing was... Alien. This, uh, alien. All right, yeah. all right, all right. Um, they, what, again, what actually went, as I say, I always make the joke. They took his box of scraps in a cave and made the arc reactor that was SG-1. Right. SG-1 explained all <laughs> I get, the... I get the joke yeah, yeah. No, uh, SG-1 took all... Like, I love SG-1. Fantastic sci-fi series. Not perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but still... In my opinion, very conscientious, very, very uh, mindful, well thought out, and it took all the problems that that series had and whittled it and wrote it right. well. So what it did, they kind of got rid of the whole Egyptian alien stuff because you know a lot of people always thought it had a kind of implicit racism with that now. Right. You know, well, you know, black people can't build pyramids; it had to be aliens. That shit. Now. Yeah. And it's like, well, not, right? well, first of all, black people didn't really build pyramids. It wasn't really black people. It was kind of brownish and it wasn't black as we understand it. Right. right. I mean, they weren't white, but uh, whatever. And again, there's a whole, you know, everybody can make anything political. Yeah. But who built the pyramids? And the whole aliens pyramids thing was shit. And she want to address that in. They fix that, they <laughs> fix that and make that politically correct real fast. In. And nice. they did it. They take a, lot, a while to did it, do it, but they did it. Mm. Basically, what they said is that every culture in humanity was aliens. Smart. 
Very smart. Smart move. But what it did, what it did, they fixed, um, they fixed a big thing with, um, yeah, I know we're going off on, on, on um, Stargate, but yeah, we will get here's why it comes back, because, we, here's why it comes back, because we show why Roland Emmerich is a terrible, or involved in terrible writing, because you don't know how to expand the universe well. Oh my God. Right. And he could have done it with this show. Easily, but yeah? yeah? But anyway, with, with the Louise and Company, with SG-1, they explained one of the biggest problems with the movie, which was, you get the sense that the who was the one who built the Stargates. I always got that from the movie. Right, the movie implicitly had that now, but it had a lot of technology that didn't really match up. Apparently, it explains why it have other aliens and a whole cacophony of aliens, and they build different shit, and it have all this other stuff, and then they take the technology. By the way, very reminiscent of what's going on in Independence Day. Uh-huh. To explain. Uh-huh. And again, it's just about pacing out your writing. Why this is relevant? Because Roland Emmerich is going to take back, he took back the Stargate franchise, because Stargate got cancelled. Yeah. Remember, because of the financial crisis, and because of the failure of Stargate Universe, which is a show I defend. Mm-hmm. Should I ultimately defend it, but yes, I understand that, why. And that came out after Atlantis, right? Yeah, that right. was in 2010. It's a show that I defend, even though I understand why it failed. Um, but he's getting back the Target franchise, and in my opinion, I think he's going to fuck it up. Uh, when you say take it back, like he's going to make a new TV he's gonna series, make a, right? No, he's going to make a new movie. Why? And he's, <laughs> for what I understand, he's going to rely on the continuity from the original book. Because uh-huh. that's what he borrowed from. And the book, again, the book not even that good. Book not even that good. Let me admit that. The idea is cool, eh? Right. Ideas are cool, but eh, it's not that good. Whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, right. So, so back. Let's just get yeah, to that's, that's how, that's not, to, back. how not to do a sequel. Before we get to resurgence, mm-hmm. there's a couple more things about Independence Day, um, how it stood out to me, right? Yeah. Um, so, I looked over Independence Day, the, the first one before watching the second one. I always tend to do these things, right? Yeah. And to me, it still holds up to this day. Yeah. It is still dumb, you know, some of the things that happened, some yeah. of the decisions, you know, to move the plot along is kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Um, even the whole punch in the air, like, welcome to Earth. That yeah, welcome does. to Earth. But because it has this kind of fun summer vibe, now, you know, that's what it is, a summer blockbuster. That's what it went out to be. And of course, Will Smith, that was the show that literally put him in, in, in regards to, all right, this is a new summer of, of movies. All right, this is a Will Smith movie. He's in it. Okay, you're going to see that one. That was the show that really made him big. I mean, um, bad boys put the money on the spotlight, but there's really independence they are making big. I remember the year after that we got Men in Black. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he thought that you know he could ride that wave. Of course, you know him bringing out the Men in Black song is like, yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. I I have this whole box office thing yeah, in my it, pocket. It, and yeah, then independence was in movie. Wild Wild came out. Yeah. No, but independence was in movie that really put him on the map right? for me. Yeah. I mean, I, I I got it. the first time I got a sense of Will truly being an, a movie star was with Bad Boys. Yeah, I mean the scene, the scene, the scene where where you run into shit off. Of course, of course, classic that music. Scene, yeah. Yeah. But no, it was I was like, oh, so this is a man now kind of shit now. Yeah, um, and I think that was, this was around the time when um, Fresh Prince of Bel Air came no, to end. Right, it's yeah. not wrapping up yet. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was a nice transition from yeah. TV to movies. And well, yeah, he, he wasn't doing any rapping. He stopped the rapping for a while. A little bit. He did the acting, and then he um, he did Bad Boys, and then after um, oh gosh, after Independence Day. As soon as he got to, um, you know, as soon as he reached that level, yeah, you know, it was Men in Black in 1997, yeah, and then of course, and I will defend this as his best album to date, Big Willie style, right, where he yeah. was just cashing in on that, yeah, yes, I'm a rapper to actor, and now I'm Everything getting is. back into rap and still be and clean. Life is great, and I'm, you know, it was that brag and rap still, and still re- and still clean, yeah, because he's never he never gets into gangster stuff or anything yeah. like that. He so tried, it was, it was like he tried to do, he tried, of, like what um did he did. You know, with the whole bling bling era. That yeah, kind of thing, he yeah. attempted to do the black, the, the, the some gangster for a while. It was it totally failed. Yes, so that, that was that was when. But I'll go go back. You could you could find it. 
You're yeah, talking attempted. about the last album that he did with um with um Jazzy Jeff. Yeah. All right. And there was a little song gang. that he sing. I remember it was. I like, do some gangsta song. Boom boom shake the room. Yeah. Like, didn't sound like real yeah. rough like. You didn't. Boom boom yeah. shake shake the room. Yeah, I like that song. It was dumb, but mm-hmm. it's Will, you know. Yeah. And that's the thing about Will. It's like anything he does, even yeah. if he's cussing in a movie like yeah. Bad Boys. Yeah, so like for me. Okay, like so Will Smith was a person that um you know the second the latter half of his career has stalled for me, in my opinion. The first half of his career is you're doing TV and then you do um, yeah, action movies. movies. Yeah. The second half of his career was I'm going to do Oscar-worthy stuff. Yeah, and really try hard and to, to it's get stolen. on. Yeah. And he has been doing this for roughly 15 years now. Yeah, he's which been is doing that since, um, since Ali. Ali, Ali yeah. That's the first time he attempted. And it was close. He could have won. He could have yeah. could have won. If, if, if the movie wasn't so drab and dull. Right, it didn't work. Yeah. The movie was alright, but it, was, it didn't yeah, But Michael Manchin, the right. it was too dull. At yeah. least in my opinion. Yeah. And he he's a person that I always thought he didn't really have he doesn't have any workable foresight. So you'll always look for talent, but the talent itself poisonous. So like he wanted to do his big epic sci-fi, but he went and find M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. M. Night Shyamalan, M. Night Shyamalan is an incredibly toxic person at this point. Yeah. Sorry to say it. I listen, M. Night could come back with something. I and I thought his last movie with the, with the old people wasn't so bad. What if is it? Yeah. Yeah. It was still it was still bullshit, but like it was way better than it was him trying to come back now. Right. At an attempt. So, but M Night, sorry, M Night, you don't stay away from M Night. Fine, cutting edge ideas. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the problem. He's still stuck in that cycle of Hollywood, unfortunately. And then he try with um, I I I talk about this with um when you need the, the concussion thing. Oh yeah. That didn't work at all. No, no. This this is stuff there for a moment. And yes, we're gonna get to research, just guys. Don't worry. Yeah. Imagine if he sorry. Imagine if Will actually played Neo in Matrix. Yeah. Would things have changed? I mean, yeah. would he have? You know, right? I mean, I mean, Matrix was what it was, but you know, imagine how big Will Smith would have been. I, you know? But no. instead, he did okay. what? Wild Wild West. Yeah, that was about that too. No, but my, my attitude is that I thought he would have never worked as Neo because the whole point of Neo character is that you're supposed to look like a loser. I think with Will Smith, at no yeah, point, I don't think, like I don't loser, think I've though. ever been in any, I've ever seen any movie where I get this feeling that Will Smith could lose. Right? The closest we got was um, Pursuit of Happiness. Right. I thought he was going to say Hancock where he was nah. like that kind of No, thing. Hancock is still charismatic. Like, he could be going to win. Yeah. Even though he's a douche, he's going to win. Yeah, you yeah. <laughs> don't get a sense of him um, at no point. I think Will Smith, he could never market himself as a suffering figure. Yeah. Almost never. It's, um, it's, I think because it's of ne- him himself. Exactly. Know, it's he his really personal. Exactly. It's, it's, so it's this idea of him being a loser and oh, he done and out. Nope. Yeah. Neo, as a character, has to have that. Yeah. As the whole idea of that in this world, the Matrix, I am out. Right. Not out. And I say, you can't do that. We will see. You don't, it will never sell. Yeah. So you're too charismatic. You're too big and, you know. Exactly. Handsome. Right. No, no. Yeah. All of his characters need to be, I'm a winner and I'm going to win. Of course. Guy after. Full stop. Inspire. Right. New generation, you know. Right. Whatever. Yeah. But let's, all right. So let me just jump into research. And I will just we just talked about no, no, what was and, about. And and then right. And we have just, and why, we talk about, why we talk about Will Smith? Because we just talked about the big gaping hole in this movie. Yes. This movie real miss Will Smith. Right? Yes, Holy shit. Yes. yes. It wow. Needed it. It needed Will, like, Smith. Will Smith, please, you know, please. Nobody could have filled the hole. Nobody could have filled the hole. The, no. the character who played his son, they didn't do enough with. Yeah, we, we'll, we'll, we'll get to all that stuff. But Diator. Diator. did not, they couldn't fill the He did not no, fill no. They should have, they could have made effort and push for him, eh? Yeah. Didn't do that. And he, he, was, was, he was the first, he was, he was the star literally. In the beginning. He was his name in the beginning. Right? And he didn't well, do anything. I mean, not in the beginning. End credits. First name, the first right, name. But they didn't do anything sure. with him. Yeah, exactly. They had um, the daughter. 
They do anything with her. Yeah. A bunch of they bring in a bunch of new characters. They had Brent Spiner. Brent Spiner had a ton of screen time in this. Exactly. For and some reason. To be honest, he did what? not need to be in this show. Why is he in this? Beyond me. Yeah. Um, the character. Uh, okay. So remember to say before you saw it. Is our character you might like if they spend more time on it? Yeah. Who do you think I was talking about? Not um Judd Hirsch. No. Not Vivica Fox. Not Vivica Fox. No, she dead stupid. That was dumb. Yeah. Um, not that Floyd idiot. Who? Um, the guy who was trying to track the um Chinese girl. No. Okay. No. No. Uh, no. Who is he talking about? The African guy. Oh yes. Yes, yes. 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 Dude, Best they could have, in yes, the they could have given him more art. Like he was the most interesting to me. Yeah. To me, if they focus on him more, that would be real dread. Exactly. Um, okay, right. so but, but but for those who kind of warning who we're talking about and all that stuff, we'll get to that in a yeah. minute. Right, so let me just try to run down what the story is about without bursting a, a vessel in my brain, right? Yeah. So the premise of Resurgence goes something like this. 20 years have passed since right. the events of um, Independence Day. Yeah. The White House has been rebuilt. <laughs> Right. It looks a little bit more high tech and stuff, and yeah. basically right. what the humans have done, yeah, they, they have, um, the alien tech, the alien tech yeah. you know, from um, you know, from what they've learned, you know, Southern from the yeah. from the ships and whatnot, right. and incorporated into our daily lives now, yeah. you know. So now we have ships that can fly to the moon and back. Yeah. And speaking of the we moon, have, now they have, moon have some like uh, they have a moon base, and they're doing that. Oh, it was it was ex- excavation work there, or just no, no, like, it was just a moon base. Two several reasons, militarily. Um, they had that, and then they had a to, to defend against other right invading forces. Yeah, so the idea is that they have all this tech stuff there, all this military stuff, just in case you know, well, not the same aliens, but just other aliens or other you know serious right, threats could come to you know try to. And then take you know, it. well, the first the film did this quite well, and this is one thing I like about Roland Emmerich is that he does that internationalism quite well. Yeah, it's a very internationalist movie, and this one really international. So you know, of course, yeah. China in charge and China this and. You know, yeah, working with America and Council of World right. Leaders and, all and everybody, that kind of right? Because right. this is what if the UN could work? Yeah, it doesn't work right now. It's a mess, you know. But what if it could work? What if, you know, we we put apart our differences and blah blah blah. Yeah, and you know, right. because of the alien threat. Right. Um, so, um, right. So, out of the blue, I all right. Well, it tries to follow the same structure as the last one, where it was concentrated on three days. Yeah. You know, um, July second, third, and fourth. Yeah. Fourth being the last day. When the humans finally, you know, united. Yeah, but that's, back. that's all part of the but editing. Yeah. Yeah. It's kinda like it, you're not really sure, but you could tell it's like a few days before um yeah. July 4th itself. It did work. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. They mentioned independence. Day. Um because everybody gets a cameo comes back. Robert Lugia comes back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little really tiny cameo. Uh, cameo. I yeah. didn't even pick up on him. We, we, like, talk about the, we talk about the main star who's playing a parody of himself practically in this movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll, I'll get to that. But yeah. that's a, but but story wise, right? So <laughs> Alright, so aliens now, well, we, we, we'll assume it's the same aliens from before. Yeah. They decided, you know what? 20 years, that's, that's a lot of fucking time. You know what? Right. Let me, let me strike back. Let me strike right. back hard, you know? But what I got, what got the sense was that this, the other, okay, so, well, when, it, when the plot is explained, what I got the sense that 20 years, it was just 20 years, 20 light years away. So the, the president's speech finally got to her. So she now see like, oh shit, my vision force lost now. That is both smart and stupid. That's, that's why I got no. That's why I got from it. It's not like we just did us wait twenty years. Yeah, but, but, but the intro kind of hints at that. The right. way how it looks is yeah. kind of weird. They now realize what happened. Though. No, right. It, it take it take twenty years for the the light to reach. Light yeah. is slow. Light is take light to twenty light years away. Yeah. So I, I got that sense. 
Right. So, so she know he had the message. Yeah. So, like, she, oh, so she being the queen of the, the, of yeah. the whole alien race. Yeah. Alien race of but invaders. She is a queen. A queen. Yeah, not all, the queen of all of them. She's a queen that's control a section. It's like bees now. Yeah. It's kind of like, like aliens. I know they were, right. yeah, they were trying to rip off aliens. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. So they, they send these, well, yeah, they send a, a, a gigantic ship in this case. Oh, so in true. this case, it was the kind of circular ones that yeah. were... You know, um, bigger than probably like a, a state. This one is like as big as freaking a uh, ocean. Yeah, Dude, as, as big as United States, basically. Yeah, it, yeah, it's really because they went, they went above the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah, Huge. that's right. And they show up. Right. They have this this device that could like suck up, um, you know, cities and buildings and platforms right. and no, throw them back. No, what down. happened? No, it wasn't. A, uh, okay. <laughs> There was not a device to suck up. Again, shitty editing. Yeah, yeah. Make but it, it, it difficult like to follow. It was some kind of what, it was, what it was, it was, the ship was so big, it was the gravity. Oh. Because the original mothership in the first independence, it was quarter the size of the moon. Right. This one is like quarter the size of the earth. Yeah. So it's huge. It's bigger than the moon, actually. Huge. They didn't get that scale of it because, again, shitty editing and they probably couldn't afford it. But the, the, it was, it land on earth now. Yeah. So it, the gravity pulled up everything. That was the argument. That's what I think it was. Okay. Whatever. But, you know, they could have explained that at least. I remember they mentioned gravity at some point. Bad then, editing. Because that's a yeah. big problem with this movie. Right. Editing was shit. Yeah, so... And I'll, 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 yeah, this rounds up the whole story. Thing, yeah. And then we could get to our our um, critique about it. Yeah. Right, so now this military team, led by the pseudo-charismatic son yeah, of the always charismatic um, <laughs> Captain, Will Smith character, Captain, um, Captain Hiller, Hiller yeah, yeah. who unfortunately died. We don't even see how he died, but... Uh, right. Dead. They, no, he oh, died. Well. He died in a. I don't know if the movie mentioned it, but they say he died in a, cl- a plane crash. But I remember they mentioned it, but they didn't show it. No, they don't have to show it. They don't show it. Yeah, they just mentioned it. Okay, yeah. okay. so that's right. true. So, I remember. Yeah. I remember when they had the website. When they had the website, yeah, it was the website showed a bunch of extra shit, with explaining the narrative from 1996 to now. Right. All right. the things that happened. So unite and all the political things. It was a video, right? Was, yeah, 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 but it, it had a whole website. Like you could go on the website and it had a whole. You could go to the timeline right. of this alternate earth of earth being life better but worse in this way and that. Okay, okay, I got you. Right. Then, yeah, so yeah, yeah go, go ahead, go through. No, you go. So, right, so the charismatic son, the pseudo charismatic son, sorry, of Will Smith, right, yeah. is is now a, a, a pilot of his own. You know, he, he's he's following his father's footsteps clearly. Right. And um, his mother, um, <laughs> yeah, his mother actually. <laughs> Remember the original film? She was an exotic dancer. Right, and she was paying strippers, but she's like paying her way through medical school. She well, was, yeah, she, she did, did it. Medical sc- she did it. Yeah, she <laughs> so she's a doctor. She yeah, yeah, like look at that. You know, wow. Yeah. Twenty years it took, but yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, right. And apart from all that, we see some familiar characters. We see Jeff Goldblum's character. Yes. We see Judd Hirsch. You know, who was who was playing um <laughs> Jeff's father. Yeah. But like for me, I still don't understand why he was in that film, but more on that later. Yeah. Um, Brett Brent Spiner, yes, who played the mad scientist, yeah, uh, from the first film, side is there again for look, whatever reason. I, so really, it's just a bunch of old characters, new characters, and yes, we have Diator, um, yeah. Liam Hemsworth. Yeah. He's one of the guys who works at the Moon Base, and he was a he he was um a former colleague of of Will Smith's son. Right, that's how falling yeah. out and yeah. stuff. But now they have to you know put the differences aside and team up, stop these aliens. Yeah, all that shit. <laughs> yeah, right. So. Now we could get to... Alright, let me just begin with what would in the film. You want to you wanna share with what worked? What, what worked? There's only one... Again, to me, what worked is... I won't say it worked because it, it's it's a thing that could have worked if they focused on it, which was they have a side story of um, 
some of some humans being linked to the aliens. Yeah. So remember, um, Brent Spiner's character and was the linked president to the himself. Which the origi- oh yeah, the origi- he's in it as well to Bill Pullman. Bill Pullman, right? Yeah. The original president. Um, and there's this guy who's an African guy who was linked to the aliens. Yeah, he was and a warlord. Well, I think he was he's a son polo- of a he's son, son of a warlord. Yeah, son of a warlord. His right. brother died again. Shitty editing, but you, you know you can barely pick up the details. Yeah, but, but he, he kind of said it in a few sentences between right. like um, yeah. But while they're saying that, we we hearing this thing about a threat. So right. So what they did with yeah. it is that his group went well. The rest of the was recovered, but one of the alien ships landed. Right. One of the alien ships landed. Didn't wasn't destroyed. All the other discs that came to Earth yeah. was destroyed. This ship landed and it was trying to dig to Earth's core. Right. And I, well, this is a big plot point later, which is really stupid, but whatever. And they were trying to dig to Earth's core. So basically, they had this ten-year war with the aliens. Right. From since then, they they learned to fight aliens like yeah. real good. So they they so these these African. I don't know where they're from. Where is where no, well, Ghana? Karen. I'm not sure. This is Central Kenya? Africa. Kenya? But what was, what what that confused me because remember at the very end of, of the first movie, right? Mm-hmm. You saw a shot of like this African tribe and right. scene. No, it's not the same place. Yeah. Remember it was. I, I do. I assumed that at first. Nah. I was a little confused. No, nah, it wasn't the same people. It was just like Africa. Wherever. Remember yeah. Africa bigger, so like could have been enough. Places. Of course, yeah. So you don't know where. I can't forget the actual detail where it was. Kenya, I think. I can't remember. Yeah. But basically, these these all these guys, this tribe, this tribe of fellows, and they just learned to be in like they learned to fight aliens. Exactly, and they took their tech, so now right. they use their weapons and whatnot. Right, and they got right. really good at, at taking them down. Yeah. Um. And, 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 right, and then and then they they roping Jeff Goldblum's character, right. and then some other chick. Well, um, um, uh, well, the actress is Charlotte Gainsbourg. Right. Yeah. Here's the thing: there wasn't Jeff Goldblum didn't have a woman last time. Was working in the White House. Where, exactly. where she it went. was it was his ex-wife that was working in, in the uh yeah. in staff. The so where she went? Staff. I was wondering that. Yeah, so they couldn't get she back. Well, yeah, Judge mentioned it near the end, but it's like, no, it, no, it, no, in the end, then, no, in the end, and I was like, I I never heard about a girlfriend before. I was like, what? Yeah. So what happened? Yeah. yeah well, it was a line or two. About yeah. What throw it like you know, whatever. If, if, if the then we'll come fucking yeah. say something. Let it be clear here: this movie did not give a fuck. No. This was a shameless sequel. In the worst shameless way. cash grab. Yes, yes. shameless sequel in the worst way. And, in the and, worst and part, there's this whole nostalgia thing that started off. Right. I, I think even before Jurassic World came out, this whole yeah. thing. Once you put the title, remember this yeah, movie, done. guys? Well, yeah. we're going to have a sequel now. Come and, and see. All right, so money. They, expand, and they, they expand the universe in the laziest way. But I suppose that could they work. try to. Yeah, and I suppose that could work, but it's really stupid. But here's the thing. When, when you're when you expanding a universe, expand it in that movie, please. Yeah. Let us please. see all that stuff. Like if they, they do reference all this stuff and you actually get to see that in action in this movie, I'd enjoy this movie way yeah. more. But what they do with this movie is real garbage. Right? The action was boring. Editing. I still holding on to my conspiracy theory. I have a pet theory that there's a secret editor strike in Hollywood <laughs> right now. Just like what the writer's strike was about eight or eight years ago in, in two thousand eight or so. Yeah. Dread. The editing in this was so much amateurish rubbish, dread. It didn't build, it was boring. Just everything cut in the worst way. I was like, oh, exactly. Just yeah, I didn't feel this movie. Nothing working this movie. Like, all right, like I will throw this one example, right? Remember the first attack with right. the with the humans against the, the the aliens, right? And in this part, which I honestly didn't see coming, where the aliens just kind of just wiped them all out, right? And the ship and the, the planes themselves fell, right? Right. Cut to Area Fifty One. They talking. Oh, well, the ships are down. Blah 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 blah. Right. Yeah. And then later on, we see a shot like basically. Will Smith's son and their tour in the well, they in the forest now, right. jungle or whatever, and they're trying to hide up from the aliens. Apparently, they have one of the ships docked now. 
Right. Right. So, so, you, were, see, were so in, you see them? Yeah, they, they were in the alien ship. But they were in. I thought they were underneath. No, no, no. It's okay. You see, you see how bad it is. Yeah. You can follow I, that. I right? thought they were outside. I thought no, they no, were... no. They said that. So they're flying and they say, oh, oh, it's so big. They have their own ecosystem. That's what it was. You fucking kidding me? Yeah. I thought this. Yeah, that's not telling shit. Wow. You had wow. to spend wow. time again. Wow. But wow. listen, look, we can get here. Wow. This is a big debate wow. about how good editing should be and how Mind much. Blown, yeah, no, guys. this is no, this is this is a big debate because Batman v Superman had the same problem. Yeah. Where, how good should editing be? Should it completely hold my hand and explain everything and over-explain everything to me? Not should necessarily. No, no. But at the same time, yeah, I have to kind of meet you halfway. To me, editing is halfway. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you tell a good enough story, and this one didn't meet me halfway. This was 25% of the way. Yeah. Just like Batman v Superman. It wasn't as bad as Batman v Superman theatrical cut. But it was still there where it's about 30%. I still had to do a sort of mental legwork to, try and figure to what make sense on. of this. Yeah. And it's like, ah, stop it. Yeah. And it's not hard for me as a modern audience person. I, I real familiar with sci-fi and blah, blah, blah. Okay, they have an ecosystem. Okay, my brain. But my brain has to still do mental calculations. Like, why would they have one there to begin? Because What's the because point of having the one? The ship's so big. Well, yeah. Well, so what? Are they planned to what? To, right. to, to, to so they meant, do some I, I think, I, I, think they meant, I think they mentioned this way where the, the the good aliens. So okay, so big spoiler. Yeah, good aliens in this. And Which means no sense to whoever, me. Like, it was it was them you learned that the aliens that we fought twenty years ago they destroy a lot of other planets. And what they do is they I think they suck out the core of planets. Yeah, they're, they're, they're like locusts. They go right. to one planet, they destroy it. Right, and then this this race, this one race, or she which is she uploads herself as a virtual intelligence. Because she stopped being biological years ago. I, I didn't even understand that. To be Weber. honest, like, that's, that's a sci-fi that, that, that that thing. Yeah. Basically, she, you upload your brain into a machine. Well, right. Yeah. Uh, then what they do is that they, they she used to take all the aliens who, who fought against this. They look. I forget what the name of the races. The actual race, but they, they fight against them and then they have a co a coal, coalition. Right. A galactic kind of galactic coalition. Now, I don't know how, how much races or how big it is, but they have a whole coalition of ra- of aliens who fighting against them, and humans now could join that coalition. Yeah. To fight against them. Whoever. Now, question. Which is really sequel baity bullshit. Yes, yes, yes. Now, question. Why couldn't they have just hinted this from the beginning? That's the problem. So, this is the problem with this movie. It's, Roland Emmerich is confident enough that he's going to get a sequel. So, he does make this exposition in the movie. He'd have a ton of exposition in this movie. Yeah. And it's lazy. And it's a boring movie. And it's really dumb what they do with it. Yeah. It's really, really stupid. All right. Um, my 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 point of view. Uh, remember, right? So remember before I asked what was the good. Yeah. I would just say that the, the good, not the great actually, but the good was that the visual effects mm. at points in time. Yeah, that's look, fine. Were, were a gradual improvement over the last one. They look well, really yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah, twenty years ago. And, but like, well, of course, but obviously, it's still, it's but, still a CGI but, mess today. Yeah, like by today's standards, it's rubbish for me. Yeah, it was just mediocre CGI. It wasn't bad, eh? No. And it was still polished and well finished. It's not like it, it feel unfinished, like yeah. X-Men Apocalypse. Right. It but has, well, well, what 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 makes it so ironic? Because um, like I said, I looked at, at I watched Independence Day, the first one. Right. Um before. And this was on Blu-ray, guys. And I actually recommended you do black uh, sorry, you do buy the first movie on Blu-ray. It still holds up, right? Yeah. Um and I was watching like all the behind the scenes stuff. Because I love to do that shit. That's why I buy Blu-rays. I like to watch yeah. behind the scenes stuff. And I was actually amazed to realize, you know, the practicality. That was in the visual effects. No one it, 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 it won an Academy Award. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's half of the stuff that's no, in for, it. For its time. For its time. No, for its time. I, I still consider the first independence, again, a dumb movie, but it's a very well-polished, well-edited movie. Yeah. You know, it's a very derivative movie. Yes. And it's very dumb. 
it's very well polished, well made. Yeah. You can't say that the editing wasn't. The editing no, wasn't no, bad. no. The editing it was built point, itself. Yeah. It built itself up, and in terms of action and exactly yeah. how it paced as well. Yeah. I'll, I'll get the pace in a bit, but yeah, yeah back to, to visual effects. So like the White House exploding right. for one one example. The other example that sort of um, wall of fire that kind of covers over the city, over New York. When right. the attack begins, right? This is in, all, in the first one. Right. That was all practical effects. Yeah. Like they actually build these yeah. things, these yeah. miniatures, and shoot and, it in you know, way. use pyrotechnics, and you know they use um, it's they a, use some compositing yeah. and CG yeah. to you know tighten it up in post production. Yeah. And it still holds up. Yeah. You know, some shots look kind of cheesy. Yeah. But no. other than that, everything else looked pretty good. In this yeah. one, CG. you see any visuals and it's like no. Okay. Yeah, the worst but, part of this. Um, the worst part of this. Yeah. Because like, it had like one part where you see the first attack, the first aerial attack, right? Right. And you see like a whole bunch of ships just aiming at this big yeah. big mothership. And then you seen all the, the um the alien ships coming out right after that. It, it just feels like too much. It's no, yeah, it, it was a CGI mess. Um the part that looked the worst by far was Vivica Fox character, what they did with her. Oh and yes. Yeah, that, that looked like that just looked, looked blatant terrible. green screen. It looked it looked like unfinished green screen. Yeah. It looked really bad. Right. Like you know, lighting, they couldn't get the lighting right, so you, you, you know you see the reflection, some stuff on her face not lighting proper way. Oh, I even pick up on, I on, on the that. I noticed that. Yeah. I know it looked bad. It really looked unfinished, it looked terrible. Yeah. Um Yeah, I, this right. was just But um let's just have a few more things. Like I say, I really had a vent here. But you see the, the you see, cause I remember you told me that it really wasn't good at, but I went into it blind blind. I was yeah. like, All right, let me How see what could... wrong. Let yeah. me see what's wrong. Yeah. The thing that struck me first was the tone of it. Right. I'm not talking about the narrative. I'm talking about the visual yeah. tone of yeah. it. Guys, remember from the first film, we didn't see what really sold it to me, like, especially after the attack, yeah. when the humans fought back, is the day shots. Yeah. The shots where you've seen these, these planes and then flying in daylight. Mm-hmm. So you really get a sense, like, you know, it, and it adds to the whole fun vibe of it. You yeah. know, it's a summer film. Like, yeah. You know, it's not like you're going out to the beach and you're imagining ships flying and shooting up each other. I don't mean that, but I mean, just the tone of it, this kind of uh, uh, light, I'll say light, it's not a dark film, to say yeah. the least. It, I mean, it has some dreary stuff that takes place in the first film, but it's really a light film, you know? And that's because, really, because of these shots where they're they using daylight, you know, with the, with the fight scenes and all that, mm. dog fights. In this one, yeah. before anything even happens, and I'll get to, to pacing as well, too, um, most of these interior shots, yeah. it's like Tired. real... Drab, yeah, really tired. dull. Yeah, I use these two words a lot. But what I mean, just the the, the um the color palette. A lot yeah. of a lot of grays, a lot of blues, really dark, you know. So it kinda give you this kind of dark tone of yeah. film. And like, you know, it is the first film you're not supposed to take it seriously. Right. Yes, okay, we have this time limit on, you know, when we have to stop these years before the world right. you know is destroyed. But at the same time, let me have fun with it now, you know? Yeah. And that's why the characters had this kind of, this banter, especially like with Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum. They had this kind of, you know, this comic tone to it. Yeah. Right? They, were, they were laughing at themselves at, at the same time, you know? But this one is like, all right, the aliens are coming. Right. Oh, you know, it's also, it's, all, it's this kind of panic you really kind of feel now. Yeah. And like, this is not what I wanted out of independence. This is not what I wanted to feel. I don't want to yeah. feel like, oh, I should take this thing serious now because right. it's a sequel. Yeah, no, I don't. Why work. the fuck should yeah. I? It's Independence Day, damn it! But yeah. Anyway. So, Payson, uh, what you mentioned, right? You'll get to read it. Yeah. Payson, <laughs> from any first film, the opening shot of the moon, right? Right. You heard the yeah. um, the speech and all that. Yeah. You know, uh, one small step for man, I believe it was. Right. And then you saw the ship. Yeah. 
you know, hover over the moon. Yeah, you got a good so sense from of pace. From, from the first minute, yeah. you know the what, trend yeah. is coming up. No, but another thing that, that when I, again, to go back to Will Smith and Captain Hiller's character, his introduction to this in the original film was perfect. Yeah. He wake up, he live in an LA, so he thinks it's an earthquake. Yeah. He looks on the television, he sees, he sees a big thing with a shockwave on the TV screen. He still yeah. thinks it's an earthquake. He sees the neighbors moving out, and they just build the narrative from his point of view. Exactly. So well. Yeah. And then they do the. <laughs> Where's called that dolly shot where they dolly and, and zoom out? Oh, zoom. the um, the dolly Trump, zoom. the Trump, Trump shot. shot. Yeah, dolly zoom right. Yeah. And then they, 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 he turn, and then they do that shot one time. Yeah. And they just come up to me. Was it not? Was it not? No, it, it was not. It was it's just, just, like, like, a, it was just a, a, a zoom in. A dolly or a zoom? No, it was it was a, it was a dolly attack. Whatever. Yeah. And they just do that perfect with him coming into the shot. Yeah. And you get that, you see him come with the newspaper and then you just... I turn to the newspaper. and turn to the... Yeah, shit. that was like, what brilliant. Is I love that, yeah. Again, polished filmmaking. How to tell a story. Again, yeah. let's just be clear. Do I, I'm repeating that kind of broken record time. But the first film, it's very derivative. Yeah. Rip of Star Wars, let's be clear that. And it was a really dumb movie. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a very polished movie. And yes. this is the problem with this one. I don't know, Roland Emmerich, there's he, all his energy gone. Yeah. Not, but he's still dumb. I'll, I'll get to Roland too. I'll, I'll, I'll have a bone to pick with him too. Yeah. Right. So you see, like, when you first film, after that shot, you get an idea of, um, okay, the, oh gosh, the observation group yeah. saw the alien ship coming, and then you saw what happened in the White House. And then after you saw Randy Quaid's character, mm-hmm. how he was introduced, yeah. and then you get into Will. You know, yeah. it, was, it was building. But and you I know, at the same time, yeah. Threat is coming. Threat is yeah. coming. Now the threat is here. Yeah. Now what's gonna happen next? Right. This keeps going. Yeah. And even when he, when when they attack, the first attack, and you know the humans fight back and all that, you still get the sense of okay, this is how everyone else is affected. Not just in LA, not just in New York, but everywhere else. You see how it really affects people, and you get glimpses of that in this movie, like right after the first attack. But it's just too little and in between to really care. You know, like right right after the first attack. Oh yeah, there's this dumb shot where you see this big tidal wave and, and fucking Judd Hirsch yeah. conveniently is in a ship. Yeah, yeah. That, that one knows dumb. why. That whole thing was dumb. No, and he dies yeah, he manages, right, he manages he, 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 he kind of bombing his career. Yeah, so um, he has a book, a book talking yeah, about right. what happened 20 years ago. And but it was his I, idea. Know, every once in a while he goes out and, and launches his book. But you know, right. it, well, what he really does, he goes on a ship and fish. Yeah, that's a big, I, I think that's another problem how they move. Emmerich didn't know what to focus on. So he yeah. clearly wanted to build the world of extra characters. Yeah. He couldn't make a longer movie. Unfortunately. Couldn't no. make it, which I don't know. That, that could be fortunate, yeah? Because, you know, he could make a bigger, shittier movie. But well, cool. well, yeah. Whatever. But the point is, he wanted to establish everybody where everybody doing now. Yeah. So, but the thing is, he didn't need to do that for Judge. Judge was supposed to be comic relief, but he had like four or five different comic relief in this. Exactly. Which is too much. Yeah, you had, you had Brent Spine. They could have cut, they could have cut one. Now, if it was up to me, I'd have cut Brent Spine. Yeah, he did not need did, to be Didn't need to be in the movie. Look, I love, I love Brent Spine. After that, me. Plays he plays one of my favorite sci-fi science fiction characters ever, which is Data from Star Trek: The Next Generation. Yeah, I love this character. Um, he plays that character brilliantly. Of he, course. He, yeah. Let's just be clear. Brent Spiner is a great actor. Don't yeah. know if he's still a great actor, but I still think still think him, uh, think of him as a great actor. Right? He knew, he knew how to change his tone. Yeah. He had he had experience in miming at in some. Oh, really? Okay, I yeah. didn't know that. All that stuff. He didn't need to be in this movie. He did not need to be. His character in the first movie was barely tolerable. Yeah. The only reason I liked his character in his in the first movie is like, oh shit, is Brent Spiner. Yeah. That's the I reason like I how he played that kind of mad scientist. Right. Like, oh my god, it's but, the president. But like, every but they, everybody, they everybody, everybody, that character could be anybody. Exactly. And there was another guy in this movie here that was looking over him. 
when he was in this oh right, that was his friend. That was his friend. Years. Years. Yeah, well, yeah, that, oh, that was interesting. He should have been that character. Right. No, movie. but that was it. Right. He was in the coma. That was his friend. He was in the first movie. Oh, okay, I didn't, right. I yeah. didn't pick up on that. Yeah, I think he was in first. That was his friend, and he won. He was insulted the entire time. All right. I All think right. that was it. They had they had a little implicit like the characters were gay. Not sure. Because they had a quick cut. Something like no, that no. Near the end. Right. They had yeah. a quick cut where they showed them they hold each other's hands. Oh yes, when, yes, yes. That was the moment where the where the right. um the aliens were coming into right. fire. Right. They hold their hands. This up. is the prisoner. The prisoner aliens. Yeah. Right. So uh, not sure. Well, yeah, it could be too sure. Whatever. But I thought that you know the last scene with them together. Right. And I hinted so that's it. But right. Uh, well, maybe not. They just kind of ended too quick. Yeah. Well, it don't matter. Shitty editing. Yeah. Don't right. Um. But as you mentioned, the characters. So let me just get to characters, right? <laughs> yes. It's fine if you want to show what happens twenty years later. I get yeah. that. Okay. Cool. 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 You show. The president's daughter. I get that. Yeah. Why you have to have Bill Pullman there be this guy? Who's Randy? Olymp- who's, who's Randy Quaid again? Yeah. And seeing <laughs> images <laughs> played, of, of he, the aliens. He played one Randy Quaid character. Yeah, it's beyond me. He took this guy who was, you know, he was the president. He was trying to keep a level head, even with all this crazy shit going on. Well, that's and yes, point. at a point in time, he had to rally troops and, you know, with that memorable, you know, um, piece of dialogue, yeah. which I would have said in today's episode, but, you know, I'll leave that for another time. But in this case, they, they, they revert him now to like um to uh Randy Quaid's character where yeah. you know the alien thing, Karamo, he had yeah. this he, he was he was psyched. He was um and it, they telepathically linked. Right. They didn't make that they didn't him. make that work in this one because no. everything just didn't link together well now. Exactly. So now he has this crutch. They yeah. never explain wh- how he got that. Yeah, but and then he's seen all these images of okay, now, so he's the one who knows that he's one of the people who knows that yes, the threat is coming. Yeah. But that could have been well, remember um the, the African guy he, yeah. he, he had that same thing happen to him. It could have been him. Right. But why Bill Pullman? That's so now you have this real embarrassing moment. I thought it was embarrassing. Mm. Where you bring the man out. No, so sorry, he kinda barged in on the independence day um, Well no, you you were supposed to he come. He was supposed to be there, right. But right. He, he, yeah, what happened? And then he was like, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I regret me to inform you that it's coming again. The trailer's coming again. Yeah, and then, dumb. you know, he gets his headache and he's like, oh, well, that's it. It was poorly edited. It was really he was shitty. trying to, to do the whole speech again. Yeah. And then he wanted to be back in the air again. And they do something with the character. I won't say what happens, but then it's like, they just forgot about it. Shitty and, and piece. Again, shitty. And then no. they, they just forgot about it. That's the problem. It was a, 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 a shitty contrived plot. Yeah. Shitty contrivance. And so, that's one thing that I hated about the show too, is that they brought in characters, like Vivica Fox character. And then something happens to her. She's like completely forgotten. Yeah, yeah, just drop it. Completely forgotten. Just drop it. But I mean, all right, I would, I would give this one. Jeff Goldblum was good. He wasn't great. He <laughs> Jeff was Jeff good Goldblum, for what he was. Jeff Goldblum, like for me, Goldblum is is basically Nicolas Cage at this point. Yeah. For me, he is a but person. But he really didn't need to be there. You could tell. He right. Was there, like, you know, to me, to me, he was playing, he was playing a parody of himself. Yeah. For me. Um. But he just. I, they were I trying kind of like the charm. That's the thing. No, this is what I'm gonna say overall as for this movie. Um. To me, this one. Was soulless, right? Soulless. It didn't have any of the charm, the enthusiasm, or the energy that the first film did. But just as dumb. You yeah, have to have it. a trade-off. Listen, if you're growing up as a man, you either you either, you either be dumb and young with energy, or you you be smart and old. You can't be dumb and old. This movie Which is what ruling. <laughs> That's the problem. This movie is dumb and old. Yeah. yeah. It's slow. It it, from a, it just from an enthusiasm standpoint, in terms of just energy and I think it didn't have it. Yeah. There was there was no Failure. energy in the show. Even right yeah. down to the action sequences, there was no energy. Yeah. Right, that's all life. But, but to me, that's all life should be. Yeah. But, but character wise, let me just wrap up the character thing. But yeah. To me, the the one character that was wasted, that just didn't need to be there, was Judd Hirsch. Right. Why or no, why or why was it, it, it in just, this movie? The movie that had a bunch of dumb redundancies in it. Yeah. And so, all he just does is what? 
um, comedy reading. Some kids find him. Some yeah. one of these kids driving a car. Totally performed. I cut all of the scenes out. Right. So now you right. want to drive the car or. For what? So you can re- you you can repeat the same scene yeah. where um where Jeff Goldblum's character is trying to get to the White House. Yeah. And you tell you that you drive it too slow. Traffic. Look at these oh, vultures. Look at them. All of them. Yeah, right. yeah. You just want to recreate that yeah, scene that and then make matters even worse. Now you stop at the the, the um the, the Nevada desert, I believe. Uh, what was? It was a desert. It, it was, was a, up to Europe. It was a salt plane. Yeah, it was a, right. a flood plane or something like that. I and you run into this bus of kids. Yeah, it does dumb. And then you stop now. And then now you're taking these kids now to it Europe 51. Dumb. Why? I don't know. And then in the end, what they do with him is just like, what? <laughs> what? Really? Yeah, it does. Like, what? Does. He's just going to be, what, a guardian to these kids now? It does what? dumb. It doesn't make sense. And then, oh gosh. Well, we have to talk about back and forth. The new characters. All of us terrible. Oh gosh. Terrible. All of us terrible. All of us time with no Christmas. They no tried to... Oh, here's another thing about this thing. movie. Um, again, there's another trend that's going on in big movies internationally, which is catering to Chinese audiences. You right, so you have clearly the tell this movie and a re-edit in China. I would like to see what that re-edit looks like, much like with Iron Man 3 uh-huh. or Transformers 4. Yeah, yeah. Right? It clearly have a re-edit. Now, Iron Man 3 has a, like, a chunk of scenes that in China only. Yeah? Like, uh, where the Chinese doctors take out his thing. They, they re- right, right, it. right. Yeah. And Transformers 4 have a bunch of extra shit with Chinese actors. Of course. The, the whole third act was, yeah. was in Hong Kong. Right. So they cater to the People's Republic of China. Um, this movie, I get a feeling like that too. So, they, they, they remember the, the hard ass boss in the moon? Yeah. He was clearly Chinese, and then. He his, was Chinese. Right, yeah. he was Chinese, and he. And then he had his, his well, I don't, know, I don't know if the actor is Chinese, but he Chinese, character yeah. Chinese. And the, the daughter, she from China, I don't know. Not daughter, sorry, his niece. His niece, oh, right, right, right. And I, I immediately when you watch that, it's like, oh yeah, she related to him. All right, yeah, of cool. course, of course. Because that's the whole thing is about father, son, mother, right. son. Mother, and well, it's, it's the, the, they had this little boy, the fella, and he fell in love with the girl. And it's like, why yeah. even spend time on this? Exactly. And then she she like um well the, the president daughter and Diator them yeah. kiss them kissing the ending. Well black fella don't want a woman, yeah. whatever, it don't matter. Oh yeah, and, 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 and one thing uh one, one thing I was remember is that before before Diator went to fly out, it's like um I bought it I, I she, no she says she 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 found a house over in some, yeah. some road. Some street. Whatever. Do they do they come back to it in the end? Whatever. Nope. No they come kiss. No, no. Emergency. Kiss, kiss and they kiss yeah. and then the Chinese girl, the Chinese girl is like uh oh, we could try that that bullshit. Oh, yeah. we, we, we can have over, dinner. Over dinner. <laughs> over dinner, yeah. And they had to keep the Chinese girl clean them, so they can't do that. Of uh, course, yeah. They, so they edit but, they probably had to edit with it. Yeah, but but to me the worst new character I should say how to be Will Smith Jr. Yeah. Oh pointless. my god. Pointless. Oh my god. They give him no He was act. just trying to be this kind of stoic guy. He was Didn't just, work. you know, he when he, he, he even tried to do like what his dad did when he fights, he's like I'll kill you, son of a bitch. Yeah. yeah. It didn't work. It didn't and work. What's tripping about it is that he went off the fight. His name is Jesse T. Usher. Uh, uh, the actor. Yeah, the okay, actor. Okay, I am not going to remember this boy. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. Uh, he, well, they, they did a thing with him and Vivica A. Fox. And I was like, oh, they're going to make some action thing with him. Nope. He just watched it just to have a tragic moment. Yeah. Just stupid. And, <sighs> and have a moment where he's where he, he trying to rally troops. Well, sorry, not rally troops. Tell them what, what what his strategy plan going to be, and you can see kind of tearing up. Like, yeah, oh, but it, was, it didn't yeah. work. It, was it, it just didn't work. He just lacked the charisma. He Everybody no was charisma. Born. Everybody was bored. Yeah, even right now, yeah, to that toy, he was just there, it's like, yeah. yeah, why are you here, bro? Yeah, I don't get. Um, yeah, the Pearson, yeah, can't say much about the Pearson. Pearson was badly off. Yeah, tell me how to wait a whole twenty five half hour just no. for the alien truck to even start. Yeah, and the only the only the only tension that you building up for me is oh this one character seeing this image in the head. Oh, this next character scene, this psychic image. <laughs> yeah, no, that's it. Yeah, and they, what is he saying? Here's a problem. What is so, this? Uh, mean? Uh, okay, here's what I think happened. Freaking Transformers, uh, Revenge of the Fallen shit. Right. Yeah, that's what happened. Is that he, as a script, 
the script. Oh, let me. I'll, I'll the, talk about the script. No, the script. The script didn't, land, didn't match up with the characters' chemistry. So they had. You could tell. This is what I get to get from it. It yeah. felt forced to me. Right. So characters, characters. Right. The characters, the characters who had, who had good chemistry with each other, like Jodo and Gerald which in my opinion, they have good chemistry yes, with each do. other. And even with the shitty scenes, it was good chemistry. But he, he could, he couldn't combine good script moments with good chemistry. That is what yeah. happened. So what ended up happening is these really retarded moments that had good chemistry and was kind of funny, maybe. Eh, maybe. Yeah, funny? Eh. No, 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 not funny. Yeah, but of course. I wasn't laughing. And then there are these scenes that had, well, the quote-unquote best script moments. Um, which And it only had one scene that matched up in terms of humor and good script moments at the same time, which was when the guys, the guys who was monitoring the drill. Right. They, remember you say how, remember they lose the goal. Oh yeah, that you know. Right. I, I saw that, was that just, moment. They were, just, I, they were just there. Yeah. They were just there to be the, the plot device to explain yeah. how they're gonna follow what's going on. To, yeah, to I, monitor. I had no clue why they were there. They were just there, like oh. No, they oh, were there. They were there. Goal. They were there looking for goal. On the that was the thing, and there was a ton of goal. Right. But right, and that brings up anyway, one, one problem. Anyway, one joke. Where, um, where, that's a where characters are introduced like every five minutes or so. So you kind of like, what does this have to do? Like, yeah. how even that those people with the goal or the kids. Yeah. What have to do with anything? Right. You know? it, was just a, it was just a plot. Again, shitty editing. Shitty editing, right. But, but the, the purpose was that they, they were looking for goal and then the mothership land where they land and then mash up the goal thing. So they lose the goal. Shitty editing didn't pick up on that. Right. Yeah. Anyway, um, they lose the goal so they was drunk. They was getting drunk. So right. These guys I on a ship. And then they, they said, come to an end, and then the president, the president uh-huh. I think the president called them or the White House whoever called them. I forget who it was in charge. And they say how um, people say how what happened by Oh, they say oh they drink, they get drunk and they lose the money now. They say well we we will monitor the whole thing for hundred million dollars because that's the money they would get back. Yeah, yeah. And the fellow said well we said yes. And then they immediately get up and that's the joke that they get serious because of the money. Okay. No, marginally. Wow, that ma- that, that joke flew right. past me. Right. Marginally funny joke. Yeah. Marginally funny joke, but it kind of worked because it was a good script moment mixed with good character chemistry. I thought those guys acted well together. I don't know any other names. I didn't no. care, but. I don't care. Either. It worked. It worked in that. Does it? Yeah. It had another scene with Brent Spiner and, and the, it, had, it had this nerdy guy who was in the movie. Why was oh, he in this oh, movie? Or the one who, who wanted to learn how to fight. Yeah, I movie. hated him. I and hated he had a ton of screen time for no reason. Yeah. Oh, whatever. Yeah. He, but they had a couple I, comedy I think, moments. I think he was, he was like reminiscent. Or I saw it in one review of um this guy's character. The David. Yes. David. Character. Yeah. That one. Yeah. It was that character. Oh my God. But he oh died. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, um, oh God, Harvey Feinstein. Harvey Feinstein. That should be. He could have come out of that car. That's a retrospect, right? Yeah. Oh, crap. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> yeah, uh, what else was, was bad? Um, music. Yeah. They tried to harken back yeah. to the old team. I think it's David Arnold did it. Yeah. I, I love the old music. Song, yeah. It had this sense of adventure. Like yeah. when it was. When you saw the track, you know, it was and it, track. As I say, it was, say, it, was it, was a movie, like, it was a movie that was perfect for 10 years at the time. Yeah. Yeah, no, but much like with Jurassic Park, um, perfect nineties summer movie. Yeah, perfect nineties action movie. It worked for its time. It's perfect if you're a ten year old, thirteen year old, you enjoy it. But you know, you, you, you carry your child, you enjoy it too. Yeah. Still, was it? Yeah, dumb. But you don't. You know, there's a distinction between knowing something dumb and then insulting the intelligence by trying to masquerade as intelligent. Ah. Yeah. And it was dumb. It was dumb by then. It, you knew what it was. Yeah. Then pretend to be intelligent. This one was straightforward. Just everything was dumb, weak, old, and as I say, it no, was it, it, not it, only it was, one was dumb, dumb. It was dumb, yes, but it wasn't fun. Right, that's the biggest. Yeah, it was this one was dumb and fun. Boring. 
It was just boring. Like, I literally instant. was eating popcorn trying to keep myself awake. Yeah, it was, That's how bad it was. Yeah, it was but bad. let me just save just one. All right, well, um, well, Last couple thing. other things. Because I tell you. Yeah, a couple other things. Um, the action. Yeah. What if, I mean, it looked weak. good at some points. I mean, if, like like the the um the, the scene where they were trying to attack the the mother. Right. Sorry, the queen near yeah. the end. I thought that was an interesting idea. It was a kind of take on you know aliens. Right. You know, which ripped the whole queen right. of the alien group. Right. That was kind of interesting. Right. But at the whole, you have a whole bunch of ships circling around. Yeah. It was just this no, CGI Yes, yes, why I was saying, and it is the main thing about the whole dumb and boring, dumb and old stuff. Yeah. You can't come after shows like so many TV shows parody the shit and do it better. Yeah. In its own way, with even and then adding on a parody. You can't come after shows like Rick and Morty and do sci-fi in this way and then have me take take you any kind of serious. You gotta step it up. Exactly. And they didn't do that shit at all. Be a little movies like Interstellar. Be a little movies like Interstellar step up this stuff. Yeah. In terms of filmmaking. That's how you're supposed to do a sci-fi. Exactly. In the it's like a baton, Johnny. You're yes, carrying you a baton, build that you're just shit. building and it. And he just total step back. And you know, the, the, clear here, what ID4 did, what the first one did, was yeah. step up in terms of what we perceive yeah. summer blockbuster right. to be. At the time. And this one didn't. Now, if this movie came out 10 years ago, it would be boring and shit. If this movie came out 20, 20 18 years ago, like, okay, Independence Day was 96. Yeah. This came out like say ninety eight, ninety nine. Great. It'll I be, guess it'll be it'll be like oh it'll be overshadowed by Matrix and probably that. Whatever. But, 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 but the point is that it, you know, but, but Matrix are Matrix are different beasts in time. Yeah. That is like a different thing. But it'll be a product of its time. But this just way too late, way too boring. It's like watching an agent rock star that was, yeah. that, uh, an agent rock, you know, agent musician who just tired and boring and just a total product at the time. Yeah. And it, 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 they just try to do the same shitty idea in a. In a not even in a new way. They didn't yeah, try to exactly. evolve it. Right. So let me just say, all right, just two quick, quick, quick couple things, and then, um, then to my, to my rating, right? So don't worry, we we almost done. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, do I'm tired of talking about the shit. But like I say, I had a lot of things to say. So, but the worst thing I've do, and I actually had to stay back to the very end to see where the credits. I had to see who wrote this. Right. And I saw five motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. Four, yeah. including Dean Devlin, who was involved in the production of both Independence Day and, um, yeah. and so of course, Stargate. And I think you were involved with Godzilla together. Him so that's same, that same studio problem. Yeah. Too many cooks five problem. Five people. Yeah. I think one of them was, uh, Too many was the, the same little guy, I think. Right. Because one of the characters. Either that one or the one who's trying to track the, uh, the, Brit, the, the, the Chinese guild. Right. Five motherfuckers wrote yeah. this and Too it much. shows. Yeah. It really shows. Yeah. No, I, here's the thing too. I With, just I just walk out of the cinema. I didn't worry if it had a post credit scene. There was none. There was okay. None. I, I, I didn't worry. I didn't care. I just walk out of that shit. Independence. You don't need it. I went. Besides, through. the ending with that shitty sequel baiting. That's that the problem. That, that, that was a Again, slap in my face Again, this, 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 this is the problem. Is that yeah, yeah, when you're telling a story, you have a very complete story and then leave one or two loose threads at most yeah. to link to something in the future. I have no idea you're expanding the universe. That's great. But... But not like Don't that. Stick it's kind of you're turning around and you wink at the camera like, yeah, yeah guys, Patrick, we're gonna guys. be back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The girlfriend. And Brent Spiner himself, dear. And just that no. line that he says, I'm not even gonna, gonna, gonna um, try to paraphrase it. Right. Probably one of the worst lines yeah. I have ever heard yeah. in a movie this year. Yeah, kick. Where does My kick, God. Kick alien, oh, we're gonna kick the alien. See, now I have to see it. Now we're gonna kick the alien's ass. Yeah. Really? But yeah, but, and I'll close things off with Roland himself. <laughs> now, on the Blu-ray, right? Now they have some old special features from the previous releases, right? Right. But they had a new one specifically talking about the whole impact of the movie when it came out in 96. Right. And yes, in the last five minutes they talked about resurgence, right? 
So Roland was like, you know, yeah, all this time and, you know, with all these advancements in, in, in um, you know, special effects and stuff, things that I couldn't have done before. Now, you know, I could do this. Now I could do things like, you know, show all these other stuff. And, you know, people wanted to see a sequel. So, you know, you know now is the time. Now we're going to bring it out. And you see this kind of eagerness in him. They're like, yes, yeah. this is the sequel literally we was waiting on for so long, you know. And yeah, but this is what we got, really. Yeah, but sad. So I'll close things off with... This is one quick little rant, and then, you know, you'll get to written, right? Now, I remember I mentioned this before. Um, in the Matrix trilogy, right? Mm. Well, the DVD release, well, the full media release, DVD and Blu-ray. Yeah. There, um, there's this specific audio commentary by these two critics. I forgot their names, right? But I listened to the one for Reloaded, right? Okay. And what they were talking about, basically, because they weren't fans of Reloaded at all. They okay. weren't fans of that and Revolutions. Right. Okay. But the reason being is because they were talking about that, you know, with sequels, what sequels are supposed to do in general, right. listen, folks, is that you're supposed to take what was good about the first film, what was right. interesting about the first film, and, and expand on it. Right. Case in point, Godfather. Right. Godfather Part Two right. basically told the story of of um of Michael Corleone's rise to power. Yeah. And then you show you compare that to his father. Right. But in that in this case, you took this whole mafia justice thing that the first one established. Yeah. I really delve deeper. Like, what? Why did Vito do what? Yeah. Why did? How did he become? How did he become? Yeah. And then, and then you, you, you kind of correlate, correlate that with, you know, how is the same justice now poisoning Michael's mind? And yeah. You see that com- comparison and contrast. Yeah. Brilliant. Aliens, mm-hmm. which is movie tried to rip off so much with yeah. the whole yeah. thing. Is right? that interesting? But inter- aliens are interesting thing. Because those two different. Exactly. The first one was this kind of sci-fi not... horror thriller. Right. This one was more action. an action thriller thing. But really amped up the trills yeah. a lot. But, you know, in, in the first one, remember, you, you, you didn't know where the aliens came from. You just saw the ship. You kind of got a sense that, okay, they take over people's bodies and stuff like that. In this one, you kind of understood, okay, this is what they were doing in this plan. They were terraforming. And now you got a sense that, oh, it's a race. No, you have more of them. Yeah. And, you know, how they become to be. And then you saw the more alien eggs. Yeah. You saw the queen. Oh, shit. Now we see the queen. Duh. Mm. And then you saw the humans and what they're yeah. trying to do and the politics behind that. Yada yada yada. Yeah. They expound on those things. In this case, they could have done that with with independence. Yeah. I'm not asking for a whole bunch of expedition, but at least say why the aliens came in the first place. And then the worst part now, and this is something that people can ignore when you go and see this movie. But still, 20 years from now, come on, give us a reason. Yeah. Why would the aliens attack again 20 years later on fucking July 4th? Yeah. Statistically, that why? Make no sense. <laughs> No, well, because it's 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 yeah. the title people. No, they had to no. do yeah, no, they had to do this Providence <laughs> nonsense, man. The yeah. Providence. I don't care I don't if care. it's Emmerich and it, it has yeah. to be event based. No, no, yeah. no. I don't know. Um, so overall, at the end of the day, guys, this, you know, I, mean, I, was, want I, really I, I think the worst part about this yeah. is it was textbook how not to do classical. Textbook. Exactly. Like, man is supposed to have, know better. And we have, yeah, exactly. We have so much film writing on how to avoid these problems, yeah. and they fall into every trap. Exactly. Every trap about so sequels. Easy. Yeah. yeah. And like, I mean, I'm not saying that his other movies were great. I mean, no, yeah. I, I still enjoy 2012. I mean, it was stupid. Yeah, I, I don't like. So you would day after tomorrow, but this I don't one, like because of, because of what he established with the first film, right? He could have done way better, man. Yeah. I mean, after all these years, this is what we got. Yeah, man. We so guys. Uh, okay. So my written. 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 I given this one a low CC8. This was barely watchable. Um, for me, it didn't work. Uh. Everything did nothing gel together. Every little thing that went wrong went wrong for me. Just didn't gel. Shitty editing, bad script, bad acting, 
missing the Will Smith Will Smith shape gaping hole in the movie. No charisma of anybody. Um, it didn't work. Didn't work at all. Didn't care for it. It's pretty damn dumb. And it was, as I say, it's one thing being dumb, but dumb and boring. That is a big sin. Can't do that. Right. Yeah. For me, I'll say it like this. It wasn't easy for me to make that decision to go and see this movie um, <laughs> on big screen by myself yeah. in 3D. But after coming out of it, I felt underwhelmed. Right? Yeah. I, I really was thinking about what didn't work. And then it just started, it just started to piece together bit by bit. Yeah, by bit almost and everything understood. Yeah. And then, I mean, to be honest, guys, it was just a waste of my time. It yeah, was a waste of my money. I didn't want to hate the show. I, I would yeah. avoid it. I'd be like, yeah, of course. But yeah, this was like a, like a two and a half, like what BBS was. Where, right. You know, the, you know they kind of went with, with good intentions. As, as I say, with, with BBS, at least BBS has a, has a, is an interesting failure. This, we know exactly how it be. Exactly. Yeah. And it's still stuff about it. But, you know, everything about it, from the, from the visual look of it, right. to the characters, so what they did with the characters, the whole nostalgia beating and of course the sequel beating which was yeah. that huge slap in the face yeah so guys for me i had to give this a two out of five i want my money back yeah this was one of the most i won't say it's one of the worst it is, I, I know it will show up in my worst stuff yeah no, right this, this now probably it's gonna make definitely worse the most disappointing movie i have seen yeah this year my god yeah wow roland emmerich yeah i you know i didn't want to believe it was him that was there if, if somebody else had made it i'd be like yeah that's why yeah you fuck it up but roland yeah. bullshit nah man yeah, no, sad. Come better. Yep. Well, yeah. that's that. All right, so, so let's move on. Long enough. Yeah, this is this is the, the as I say, is the frustrating. Just the, the frustration slowly beaten out of you because it, it just was it just you know it it, it kill you it kill you by a death a thousand yeah. cuts. I mean, I was hyped by it too. I by just all the trailers. Well. Yeah. This is why I got burned. Nah. Yeah. Sad. Definitely not worthy hype. I mean, yeah. guys, if you really want to see it, just rent it. Wait till yeah. it comes out on home media. Yeah. Rent the shit. Watch it. But uh, make sure to watch the first movie. Onto green, up, greener pastures. Yes. Onto greener pastures. Yes. Uh, next week we'll be talking about. Yeah. Next week will be our first anniversary yeah. uh, special. Yeah. So we're going to more or less rewatch um, Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice. Yes. But this time will be the ultimate, ultimate edition. edition. Yes, we'll be reviewing that. So we, I want to talk about. I want to talk about like just why this movie failed. And we'll t- after seeing this, I'll see how it how, how yeah, yeah, different yeah, it is. Yeah. And then I'm gonna we're gonna talk about the in- why it's an interesting film. Exactly right. There's a very famous book, and I want to talk about that book because I'll be doing a kind of pseudo little middle bit review of this book. I thought you guys say a book review. A <laughs> oh. little bit, um, called Superman versus Hollywood. Ah, okay. Of basically, I learned in this book why so many, it's so difficult to pull off a Superman movie. All right, I right. See. Um, yeah, we're gonna talk um, about also the BFG. Is yes, BFG, you big fucking gun. No, yeah, yeah. big fucking giant. Yeah. No, yeah, um, yeah, from, big, uh, big friendly, big big friendly giant. Most I think is what it's mean. Um, I know, I know, <laughs> B, I know BFG from the video game Doom. Yeah, Doom, big yeah. fucking yeah. gun. Yeah, yeah. Um, BFG from, from Steven Spielberg. I mean, yes. Steven Spielberg doesn't disappoint. And does he does good animated stuff? Yeah. Because so. I really like. Listen, I defend Tintin. Got you. I love Tintin. Tintin was, was great. The first movie I saw in yeah. IMAX. Tintin was great. That was money well spent. Yeah, hard. Um, and then Mr. Robot season two. It's premiering. It should come out by then. Um, so hopefully we'll see that uh, by then. Because last night they released um, on USA, they had a recap of season one. Right. It was a little like a something akin to a, like a little recap thing. Like right, a, a recap a document. Special episode. Right, is, recap is document. What they do with loss. Right. Yeah. They did that basically. So they just cover within an hour. Right. They just covered season one. Okay. Um, and they had little interviews and little things. A little, little interview driven yeah. documentary explaining narrative driven interview driven documentary explaining right. season one essentially and why. The show important. Alright, I'll, I'll I'll check it out. So I, I think I, I think we should be seeing I think we should be seeing season one, episode one. 
um, season two, sorry, episode one by next week. So I'll right. do a, I'll so do a want, review. You want to mention you want to episode one. Right. So you can wait till the full series is done. Nah. Okay. We'll talk, I'll talk about it. Do your thing, man. Yeah. That's it. Right. Well, so, so what's your other um, Video games? No. Nothing. Uh, well, no. anything comes to mind, we'll, no. we'll mention. Nothing. Of course, um, you know, just... Each week pass. Or we could just kind of look back at, at what we've done so far with this... Uh, yeah, like, for the year. We'll do a recap of the year. How yeah, things you know, play out and what... Yeah, what we what we look to, you know, what we anticipate in hopefully the next... Well, I, I don't want to say years, because I mean, I don't yeah, know what's going to happen. Ju- I, I don't want to... You know, I don't know what the future will hold for this, but, you know, just yeah. uh, that's what I would like to see going forward. I have a feeling that it's going to be a very bright future. Yeah. I'm optimistic in that, <laughs> unless, you know, I get yeah, cancelled. It's just the movies are, you know, kind of let me down, especially this one yeah, here, but I have to keep my feet up. I yeah. Guard up you know? Again, old and cynical. Let's not yeah. get too old and too, too cynical. Um, yeah. No, yeah. Uh, that's it. This was... Yeah, that's um, that's, that's pretty much about it. A little depressing it. watching this nonsense, but... Uh, yeah, um, like I said, waste of time, waste of money, guys. Just, yeah. Uh, but yeah, but... Um, but just to do something a little different, so you know where you can find us online. Um, on Twitter, you can find me on um, the search for Legally Black MJB, MJBR capital letters. Right. Also, too, um, you could search for my name, Matthew Bailey, on Facebook. Right. As well as Illegally Black official fan base. Yeah. And of course, the official website for my blog, which is legallyblack.wordpress.com. You'll see the links to all my written stuff, including the uh, Reasonable Doubt um, album review, which I wrote. Please check that out as, as well, too. And of course, this podcast here that we've recorded, and the other ones that we've done prior to this one here. Right. And you know, feel free to talk about you know what you thought about um, resurgence. Did you like it for what it was? You thought it was a steaming pile of bullshit that just came out twenty years too late. Yeah. Um, as well as Orange is the New Black. Yeah. Um, the Kanye West video, and what else? Central Intelligence. Yeah. Set up of Sh- Shiraz. Shiraz. Yeah. And that, yeah. So Ricardo, where can we find you? Yes, online? you could find me Ampersat. R-M-E-D-D-Y on Twitter. That's at R-M-E-D-Y on Twitter. And then you can just type in my name on Facebook. You'll find me. Uh, follow me, whoever it is. Facebook, not too reliable, but Twitter, relatively active one, reasonably. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, today we don't celebrate Independence Day, but yeah. next episode we will celebrate our first anniversary. So, yeah. guys, look out for that. Yeah, I'll celebrate and we will have well, yeah, hopefully Matthew. we'll have some beers. We have we have to drink. Like I a, drink. Like a you don't drink. You just try to avoid that shit. No, I mean to, to live up to the title, man. Just yeah. have like a I drink. Wild, wild I do. Listen, he doesn't so play here. Drink or that's not the point. I mean, <laughs> while we're recording, we have to have yeah. a beer. You know. I'll do something. Yeah. So we gotta organize some. Yeah. But yeah, but other than that, there's only it's only this week I didn't drink because I still missing this cool, so that'll be a bad idea. Yeah, but dude, get over that cool as soon as yeah. Jeff, we have to have that celebratory drink. Yeah. You know? I mean, it, it it's fitting, you know. Yeah. Right, so that's it, guys. So once again, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, whenever you listen to this. Yeah. This is Machi Bailey alongside me, Ricardo Medina. Yes, and this is this has been, sorry, another episode of Bailey Bailey. All right. So until the next episode, take care, guys, and yeah, yeah until next time. Yeah. Bye. Yeah.